Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's Halloween. Almost there, man. Yeah, week away. No. Ryan, you decorate the house? Got some skeletons out? Uh, my neighbors <laughs> take care of that. I get all the excitement I, I need off of that. Oh, man. You look like the kind of person that'd be out on the front porch, man, just passing out toothpaste to piss off the kids. Ryan, <laughs> 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 don't never give out no candy no. out here, man. Uh, next door neighbor giving out full size <laughs> Snicker bars and you over here giving out toothpaste <laughs> Telling everybody Snapple facts about movies that came out 20 years ago <laughs> Gotta love useless knowledge Gotta love it Well kids need some knowledge nowadays man We tried to give them some knowledge last week man Thank God for Ryan coming through with some horror draft knowledge for us last week Sean thank you again for the great idea yeah, no For the horror draft yeah, That was fun, man. That went over very well yeah. I learned a lot from everybody Oh yeah, I, I learned a lot from Ryan. You know what? I ain't gonna whoa, lie, whoa, Ryan. Whoa, whoa. I, I'm still shocked that you picked Annabelle. I ain't gonna lie. That was like the one shocking thing that I heard last week when I listened back to the podcast. I was like, why did Ryan go for Annabelle out of all the characters? And I tried to listen to your argument. It was it was a decent argument, but it wasn't strong enough to pick Annabelle over everything that was left on the board. I'm just, I, I completely understand, and believe me, when Sean told me about his idea, told us about his idea beforehand, that was not one of the first names that popped up. But when I saw that name on the board, I started thinking about my first experience seeing The Conjuring and all the potential. Just like I picked Dracula, it was off of potential of what to come. Uh, it's, uh, Anna, Annabelle's appearance in Annabelle Creation and Conjuring 1 was enough to put that in my top three for horror icons. Okay. Even if the potential has been lived up to, <clears throat> what, what's what been the, the groundwork that was laid was some of the best, some of the best. I, I'm, I'd much rather see more Annabelle than uh, Mr. Jeepers Creepers guy. Okay, that that's fair enough. As soon as you compare it to Jeepers Creepers, that, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> Sorry. So, I mean, talk you off your pick. I was like, all right, man, let's, let's see if Ryan going to stand 10 toes down on this decision that he made. And you did, so yeah, good for you, man. I, I appreciate your honesty. Aside from that, everybody, welcome back to Cinemax Avance, a.k.a. the greatest podcast in the world. Tommy right here. Ryan right next to me, Sean over there, still oh, yeah. in this Michigan gear. Man, that's yeah, weird, what I'm man. talking about. Yeah, I'm never going to get out of it. With yeah. MJ on a Michigan shirt, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Loyal-ass Michigan fans. Man. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Y'all, y'all, y'all multiplying like roaches. Man. <laughs> <laughs> One of the few bright spots in my sports-loving uh, fandom yeah, here. Yeah, that was a, uh, thank God for Michigan kicking ass out here because uh, – don't talk about it. I know what you're going to do. Don't don't say it. As soon as I saw that, I was like, all right, man, the group chat about to light up, man, because I know he's looking like he's going to be pissed off. Did the you, rest of the you week. lose your fantasy? I lost that game. You lost your fantasy? I lost my oh, fantasy. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, the 49ers finished with negative points on the defense <laughs> to the Minnesota sorry ass Vikings. Oh, my God. I will, never, I will never talk about my fantasy stuff before a game to you guys ever again. Yeah. yeah. I, I am. Yeah. Don't yeah. do that to yourself, yeah. man. My super sister's ass. I regretted that as soon as I saw how that game started playing out. Oh, they scored right away. Oh, man. my God. Man. Oh, yeah. Some dude took an interception out of DB's hand. Yeah, and that's the dude I have in fantasy. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. He yeah. helped me, so that was a great time. <laughs> was, I won both fantasy great leagues for the first time all year. Like, about time. Man, that was I would a always win awesome one or play. the other. So, uh, yeah, football is uh, in full effect. All the craziness is going on, so... Football's in full effect. You should be inside the house watching some horror movies. I have, well, I haven't had a chance, but I did. we did go to the haunted jail. 
Really? Yeah, we, uh, where uh, your wife? I didn't see your wife. Uh, that was Friday because I think you were at the movie. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was off. Friday. What did she do? She is she's one of the ghosts and goblins in there. Or oh was, hell no! Hell, I was hell say, you, no! She's no, got to no. be a little. She's got a dark side if she's in that dark ass. No, place. she's literally <laughs> the one that's at the ticket booth oh, taking, okay. our, taking everybody. That's money. what I was looking for. I was like, is there a Holly in here? And it was like who? Like, no, I didn't ask that, but I was looking for it. I forgot about it until I got in line and realized how long it was. <laughs> we actually got there pretty early, and the line was already long. Like, god damn. And no, they old. said it's going to be about, like, they said something like two to three hours sometimes. Yeah, then, then they was like, um, well, we don't take cards, so you got to get cash. I go, you got to go to the damn uh-huh. ATM, ATM charge you $3.50 or whatever, $25 on top of that. So that was $75 for three of us. And her son had Damn. never, yeah, she, her son never Damn, been there. you convinced Lacey to go to the haunted gym? She go, she'll do that kind of stuff. It was her son we had to, like, convince. And he's like, I'm not going to be scared, you know. And this dude was screaming his ass off in there. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I mean, and they knew it, and they were going for his ass. Oh, my, they tortured him. He was okay. He That's thought it was fun after a while, but... Real funny, Ryan. In the background, you don't know where you at. Just, ah! <laughs> just hear it in the walls. <laughs> I was like, Ryan would love this. I mean, it would be us screaming, but um, you're in there for a long time. Like, you really do. That $25 goes a long way in there, I have to admit, because we were in there like, God damn, there's more to this? All right, that's enough. Like, shit, man. No, because we went through a walkthrough because uh, because um Sunday they had like yeah. a little kid's day at the haunted jail. Where oh, really? They, they leave the lights on and everything. It's oh, like okay. a quick walkthrough, so there's like no jump scares or anything. So the kids can kind of walk through, kind of like see what the haunted jail looks like. And it does look kind of creepy. You never see like the club with the lights on? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's exactly <laughs> what it looks like. I was like, oh, man, it's filthy in here. Yeah, I can't ew. believe it. I can't inside this damn place. Well, kind of nasty stuff on the floor. You this feel it, too. Nasty. Like, what is this on oh the floor? Oh, my God, it's sticky. Like, what the fuck is going bad memories and there? It smells like an old Ooh. building, and you go down like, it felt like we just went upstairs and downstairs, upstairs again, back down the stairs, and we went down like these little spiral stairs, and we stayed down in the basement Sounds area for, sweet, a, for a while. And uh, I mean, they really did a good job. I just, I think you have to be a different kind of person to just wait in the dark for that long for people to come, you know? Because I'm at this point, I'm just feeling around. I can't see anything. And somebody's just standing there breathing, you know? I know. Yeah. It it, it, was, it was still kind of creepy. Yeah. I'm looking at it, even with the lights, I was like, man, it's still too damn dark in this yeah. damn place, man. Yeah. Like, I, I can't believe people wait around like three, four hours to go through here. And it mm-hmm. seems like. If that's what you're into, is a really good experience, it is, yeah. and it is like a one of those like high rated like a uh, haunted um like uh, spectacles that they have. Like they got like uh, nationally ranked or whatever. So. Oh, really? They so, should be. This is the best one I've been to in this area. It is pretty good, man. Yeah. But but good God Almighty, I ain't waiting three hours just somebody to just jump out and scare the shit out of me, yeah. man. I ain't gonna be throwing around <laughs> in the dark. I get scared inside my entire house sometimes <laughs> with the lights out. And I, I got to feel around. I'm like, all right, man, nobody better be jumping out at me because I'm going to knock y'all out. So. And I know this is a real <laughs> jail from back in the day. So, you know, people probably did die at some point. This house is very old. This jail is, it looks like a big house, but it's really a jail. And it look, it's old as shit, you know. So I'm sure something de- definitely happened back in the day. But does your wife volunteer there or she works part-time there? Uh, she just works part-time oh, there. Okay. So she'll work there like Friday, Saturday sometimes. But she oh, didn't okay. work there last Friday because she, she took me out to the to the drive-in because she wanted to go see Hocus Pocus. And I was like, all right, fine. Is I can, that I can underrated it. or overrated? <clears throat> I think it's actually rated perfectly. Okay, because I never it's seen not it. Underrated, it's fan. not overrated, but it, it is like one of those Halloween like staples. It's a far. Halloween staple? Like, I think yeah. I think it is. I think it's still pretty funny. It is kind of cheesy, but I, I still find it very entertaining to watch that. So I watch it every once in a while because it's still kid-friendly and I can I enjoy it. So 
I ain't going to knock it too much. That's, That's what she wanted to watch. I was like, all right, fine. Because it's rare that she wants to drag me to a movie right, in the first yeah. place. That's like Lacey dragging you anywhere and she stays awake. It's yeah, like sometimes nice. it, it is it is moves in reverse sometimes. It's like, all right, man, fine. You want to go to the movie? I was sitting there knocked out. I was like, all right, man, I, I like the movie, man, but I've seen this like 50 times already. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I never watched the whole thing. Is it the first one or the second one? There's two, this was right? the first one. Okay. I think the second one was still on uh, Disney+. Plus. Oh, okay. The second one is still pretty decent. It, it, it ain't bad, man, but the first one, is it is still... Like a pretty high rank Halloween classic. If you yeah. want to watch it with the kids and give them something like Son something Ham, you watching Hubie Halloween? He loves that movie, Hubie Halloween. We it is so bad. It's bad, though. but it's kind of like. Adam Sandler movie? Yeah, Hubie Halloween. He plays like a neighborhood watch in Salem, Mass, which is really like where, you know, a lot of stuff happened over the years in Halloween and stuff, or Salem Witch Trials or whatever you want to call it. But Yeah, it's one of the cheesiest. It's movies. cheesy, but he plays like a. He's kind of like. I don't see special ed. He is special ed. And uh, he's just like a neighborhood watch who nobody likes. That synopsis yeah, yeah. sounds hilarious. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. It's got some funny parts, but it's it's not really a good movie. Like just it's yeah. a it's a Netflix movie. Just treat it like that. The same way Marlon Wayans had like his yeah, little uh, Halloween movie that same came realm. out last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you guys said that shit was terrible. <laughs> terrible. This is it better than that Marlon Wayans. It is. Yeah, and it's still bad. So I guess you just take it for what it's worth, but it's Halloween, and it's something for kids that kids can watch. And it, it, it's not necessarily for kids. It's just super yeah. corny because there's some scenes in there I don't think he should be seeing. You know, like there's there's some scenes that are insinuating stuff, but it's still uh, it's still not a rated R movie by any means. So PG. Well, they're moving the goalposts on what they call yeah. like a kids movie because right. kids are like more advanced. Internet is available, so right. they can for they can us, see some. Ernest Scared Stupid would have been a kids movie. You know, that I mean? one like, still kind of spooked me. That, that troll was no joke. Scary. Man. I need to watch that. I need to find it. Ernest Scared Stupid. We tried to find it, but you had to pay for it. Um, let's see if I can watch it for free. But let's I'm go out to Mega Replay. You probably find it on DVD. Oh right? yeah, for sure. you got a friend's got that on a hard drive. Oh as well. yeah, I need to watch that. Yeah, man, we just give you the, the whole Ernest collection. I say need. every time we go to the grocery store and they talk about milk, I say Miak, and they all look at me like, "What the fuck is Miak?" <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get some Miak. Thanks to Ernest, <laughs> Miak is the, every time I say anything with milk is Miak. They always look at me like, "What is Miak? What the hell are you losing your mind?" Just over Ernest, you know. So I mean, he still that movie still holds up. Oh, you didn't think I'd get any this time of year? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like this dude, Ernest is stupid. But that's a Halloween staple. And I would say there's a couple other that you could you could put in any horror movie, especially Halloween, if you want to put that up there. But I for sure want to watch Ernest Scare Stupid before. You going into Halloween parties this year? Nobody's having any. I haven't seen not a single one. Now, if you can tell me one, I'll go get me a costume. But that's what Lacey wants to go somewhere. I'm like, shit, I don't know. I mean, people are grown. They're, they're not, look, you know, we're not in our 20s no more, you know. We're still young enough to do it. But. You and Lacey kicked butt on Halloween last year. We went to yeah, last year. Macho Man and Medusa. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, So if we could find a place to do it, you know, like Fort Wayne's got a lot of stuff going on, but I don't want to just, you know, be in a, a real populated area and I don't know anybody, you know. Sure, I'll see some faces, but it's gonna be hard people being dressed up. But um, you know, normally somebody I know has a party, but nothing, nothing quite this year yet. So yeah, my, Holly ain't bring up nothing this year. So I was like, all right, man, I think I got, I got a way home for yeah, you. I'm like, all right, right. man, we just yeah. gonna kick it at the house. Costumes are expensive just to wear one time. You know, if you go to the Halloween store and them motherfuckers are sixty and seventy dollars for the whole setup, and then they still, you still gotta buy the accessories. You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah the people get robbed nowadays, man. Those, oh, yeah. those costumes are no joke, even for kids. Yeah, oh yeah. No one ain't gonna grow out of it the next year. <laughs> not gonna oh, be Spider Man twice. I in am a so happy my kids yeah. are old enough to not care about trick or treating or even want to go out to a Halloween party or nothing. Just 
Like, stay your ass at home. We'll watch some scary <laughs> movies. We'll probably finish up the Saw series if they want to do that. Yeah, me, me, yeah, yeah, me and the family, we're going to kick it at the house. At this, this year. point, this is for women to make everything sexy. You know what I mean? Halloween I'm is, not mad at that. I'm not mad, but they're going to turn all. Michael Myers is sexy now. He's Michael Myers with his boobs out. And shit. Like, like a sexy Freddy Cougar so or something. Turn like that. Jason into a sex symbol. <laughs> Exorcism with, with, with a G string on, like, man, goddamn, man. This is just for like, you can haunt me any day, girl. <laughs> Hell yeah. You are very compelling. Yeah, goddamn. But yeah, that's pretty much all it is. I'm willing to bet somebody's going to be out there dressed like Jada Pickett. Oh, Jada Pickett's going to be a perfect. <laughs> oh, man. man. Yeah, yeah. Girls so, going out there with that shaved head. Right. Talking no, about entanglement. Yeah, that would be, be pretty funny. I can't wait for that. So, I can't wait for that. Oh, yeah. Now, now standing ovation, Ryan. You are been picked to go last, so you know what? Thank you for that. I'm I'm gonna go first. And I'm just mm-hmm. gonna be funny with it, just because it's been making headlines all week, the past couple of weeks, only because she just won't let this man rest in peace. Man, let let me give a stand ovation to Tupac Shakur right now. That's what I'm talking about. You know what? As much as this is getting lost in translation with Jada going on her book her book tour, and well, I'm calling the shit on Will Smith again tour. I'm just gonna say, in lost in all this, I like to remind people Tupac Shakur was a hell of an actor. I really, really think that if he would have stayed alive long enough, this man would have had at least a few awards to show for his work and to show for his talent. I think that uh, you know, what's the one? Gridlock was a very underrated movie. I really, really love that one. And of all of all else, Juice is still a hood classic. We still watch this one to this mm-hmm. day. Damn. Ryan, help me out because I'm going to draw blanks on Tupac Shakur movies. Poetic Justice. Uh, basketball uh, movie. Basketball oh, movie. Above the Rim. Above the Rim. Oh, yeah. Rim. That's my um, personal favorite role of his. And Nothing But Trouble. Well, he was in there, but he wasn't a Tupac. Oh, yeah. Digital, it was a Digital Underground. Tupac. Digital Underground was in there. That was a really yeah. good one. Um, Janet Jackson movie. He yeah, was Poetic a, Justice. Yeah, was Poetic, Poetic Justice. Okay. And what was the one movie that he was in with the... Um, Damn it! Was it uh, but one of the Jim Belushi? Belushi brothers, Blues Brothers. That was his last movie he made. Was he that, was a cop? Oh, that what? wasn't Gridlock. Was that gang related or something like that? Oh, fuck! Uh, I think it I was gang related. That was a damn good movie. Ah, oh, fuck! I'm drawing a blank on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm They're both cops sure. in that movie. That that movie was freaking sweet. That was a very good movie, and I do miss Tupac a lot more than people will try to give him credit for for the acting. The acting. A lot of people like him as a rapper, but I feel like his acting always gets lost in all this shuffling. It definitely got lost with Jada because she just, like I said, I don't know what she's doing at this point. We're going to get to this later on in the episode, but Jada, I really feel like you just need to leave this man alone. Let him rest in peace. Like, stop bringing him up every time you try to get a chance to get a microphone or a camera in your face. Let him rest in peace. But yeah, just short and sweet, Tupac Shakur. I think was still one of the best actors that's ever done as far as like a rapper turn actor. He was a very natural, like when it came to acting. And I think that we, we slowly missed out on what could have been he a hell of a He definitely played a good bad guy in, um, uh, what movie we just talked about? Was it uh, Above the Room? No, Above the Room. What's the one with, uh, uh, Juice? He definitely, he Oh was, yeah, he definitely Juice and Omar. That he was, yeah. He did a good job in Juice. I started to hate him. I ain't going to lie, man. He had like 15 bulls in a six-shooter. He was very very like himself almost. Like it was an intimidating character. You know what I mean? Like he had them running for their lives and that. Well, yeah, him in Juice and Above the Rim, he played a a fantastic villain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just just think he was was much appreciated when he was here, but still gone too soon. But, yeah, thank you very much to Pashakur. I love you. I appreciate you. I think that you was one of the best actors to do it in your time. 
And I think, you know, we're going to look back at his work and we're going to fully appreciate what could have been at some point or another. So, yes, standing ovation for me this week, Tupac Shakur. Thank you very much. Ooh. Rest in peace, sir. I got to give a round of applause yeah. personally myself. Yeah, yeah I, I was a talent that was he taken ch- from this earth a, way too he soon. He had a chance to do a lot more movies for sure. Yeah. So, uh, it, could he have done a lot more movies? I think that. <sighs> I think he would have. Uh, even. Uh, because the yeah. last one you said was gang, that was the one that he was making when he when he passed or something like that. Is that the last one that he did? If that's the Belushi one, yes. Okay. What? What? Wait, wait, wait. I know that was his last movie, but it was already completed after he passed. Because I, I keep thinking that Gridlock was right before that, but I think Gang related. No, was Gridlock's there. the one with um, Mickey uh, Rourke where he got his throat slit at the end. Is that the one with a uh, Tilda? Was Tilda Swinton in that? I think it was like her and a uh, Tim Roth. The guy that played uh, Abomination in the Incredible Hulk movie? That was Gridlock, yes. That was Gridlock, okay. That was okay, Gridlock, okay. okay. I that correct. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it, every movie role was great. And a uh, special shout out to uh, one of my favorite albums of all time, Me Against the World. I know All Eyes on Me gets all the hype, hype post-death. But Me Against the World, 1995, that's one of the best albums in any music genre that's ever been released. I'm not a real big Tupac fan when it comes to the music. I didn't like his albums. I'm a, I'm a huge fan, and this is from a a huge Biggie Smalls fan fan to saying this. Yeah, Biggie's I'm a my huge favorite. Biggie Smalls fan. That's my favorite rapper of all time. Biggie. Yeah, yeah, I like Biggie more than Tupac, but I still like some of his songs though. Tupac like, for sure, and they definitely highly respected by me. So, and highly intelligent. So oh yeah, I ain't gonna take sure. that away from. Him. Um, oh, I'm sorry, Sean. Go oh, ahead. Great. Go ahead. Okay, um, I'm gonna go with a guy who I think gets a little bit left out in one of the classic Halloween movies, which is Halloween itself. I'm going with Donald Pleasance. Uh, he plays Loomis in Halloween. That's the Loomis actor's yeah, name? Yeah, Donald Pleasance. Great, great. Everybody great forgets. Job, they always hear, you know, Laurie Strode and Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers, but Loomis himself, he's the one who tried to tell everybody. Donald Pleasance, uh, he passed away a long time ago, not back in the 90s, 95. Um, and I think he passed away during one of the makings of Halloween because they played a nice little tribute to him. Uh, they even killed off his character, and then at the end of that, I think it was, was he Halloween. the guy that played the doctor? He was the doctor of Michael Myers in the first couple movies. Yeah, oh, he, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of helped carry. I think that was post Halloween three. three so he was four. like in four through six. Yeah. He was like in four through he did, six. He did, yeah, whatever he. One of them he died during the make or really close to because they. I mean they I, they kind of killed his character off, and they, you could tell they they probably had more for him to do. But they kind of just—they didn't even really show him die. You just hear him scream. Michael Myers. He, yeah, because uh, it said he yeah. passed in '95. Yeah, you hear him in the background. Ah! And then they says, uh, "In loving memory of Donald Pleasance, you know, thank you." Kind of thing. Uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure he died in like in '95 or '96. But anyways, yeah, um, he was the one who figured out Michael Myers was evil as he was. You know, I mean, he, he kind of took him in as a kid and did all the research on him. And him was what was scary for me in the first one is him describing what Michael Myers was. You know, everybody, nobody believed that Michael Myers had that kind of strength and and evil to him. And he was like, no, this is pure evil. If ever, ever look at his eyes, I've never seen nothing this evil. You know what I mean? Like, and even, it's a part where he pulls up to the same asylum that Michael Myers is in. And he's talking to the nurse. Uh, and Michael Myers jumped on the car and stole the car and all that stuff. That was scary to me. I remember that part. So with him, you know, figuring out all the stuff about Michael Myers and he was always a little bit too far behind. He was never right where Michael Myers was at. Michael Myers was a little two steps or three steps ahead of him in most of the movies. But 
Uh, he would always be on his ass, you know what I mean? And he would tell everybody, like, this is evil. I remember was one scene, this little kid was like, go up to the house and knock on the door, Timmy or whatever. And Timmy, and he, Donald Pleasant was in the bush. Get your ass away from the house, Timmy. And he just took <laughs> off running. He, did, he was scared to death. But, man, Donald Pleasant, um, I don't know much about Donald Pleasant before Halloween, but it seemed like he was a good actor, and he played in a lot of other things maybe way back in the day. I'm talking movies from the 60s and 50s and stuff like that. This dude was born in 1919, and he did die in 1995. He was born in 1919? 1919, yep. So he lived a pretty pretty long life. Uh, a lot of movies that I've never heard of, and we don't have to go over. I just know, for me, I'm pretty sure some of the older people could tell me some of the stuff. He was in Escape from New York. I saw that, um, one that I recognize besides Halloween. Yes, he was. Yes, yeah. he was. Okay. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> Halloween is where I know him from. The Great Escape, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it in 1963. Um, I just really know him from Halloween, and I feel like they replaced him in the Rob Zombie with another guy. who He didn't do it. He couldn't hold the candle to Donald Pleasant, the original yeah. uh, Dr. Loomis. Dr. Loomis was very uh, integral as far as you know Halloween goes. He was the one who figured out everything, and... Uh, he always came to rescue as much. He even shot him, but you know he knew he wasn't dead when he looked over that little balcony and Michael Myers was gone already. And he just see him stare off into the into the ambience and just looking like fuck. You know this dude's gonna be hell. You know what I mean and just him that guy's acting and then they finally killed off his character. Uh, it was in a way he knew he was dying uh, in that scene. Uh, they never showed it, and it was I think it was Halloween four. But whatever which one he you hear him in the background scream. It was kind of like a. Uh, just a nod to him. So I'm going to do it just real quick. Uh, I feel like if, if you've seen Halloween 1 and 2 from the late 80s and all that, early late 70s, early 80s, you'll know about Doctor the original Dr. Loomis, and that was his name was Donald Pleasant. So uh, I'm going to give him a standing ovation for this. No, that was a much-deserved standing ovation right there. <laughs> now, I think he made like a slight cameo in like the Halloween trilogy, didn't they, when they did like a flashback of him? It might, yeah, I think so. It was yeah. real. It was real quick yeah. when they showed like yeah. what happened like when he was younger. But I remember it was real quick, and I was like, "Oh man!" Like just seeing his face always just brings a smile. Yeah, like, right. You know his voice. You know him because he's such an he's such an integral part of that whole storyline right. because he was sitting there trying to protect people as much as possible from Michael because he knew, like you said, he, what he was. Yeah, he knew his deep, you know, self. And nobody really believed or took him serious as far as what he was capable of until he killed the whole damn town. You Ain't know? that a horrible cliche? Yeah. Nobody believes him until it's too late. Right. I know. I know. But they should have believed this dude. I mean, his, his convictions are pretty strong. But nope. Let's wait till he stabs up about 12 teenagers. And then there we come to to finally believe him. So, yeah, Donald Pleasance, you know. So. Like, it couldn't have been Michael Myers. I know. He's dead. I'm like, no, he ain't, man. No, this dude is, he is pure evil. You know what I mean? So, yeah, Donald Pleasance for me. All right, final leg on this one. Ryan, time to bring it home, man. What you got for us this week? Uh, I'm trying to bring it home smoothly here. I, I do want to point out that um, while Tommy was doing his stand ovation for the well-deserved Tupac Shakur, um, yeah, his last movie was indeed gang-related. Okay. And apparently his character's name was Detective Rodriguez. That's right. He did play a cop. He was a cop. That, that, was, that was the one with the Belushi brother. But it's obvious that that part was not written from him. If his last name is Rodriguez, <laughs> and they cast a black guy, they want. That's I, I thought that was hilarious. Uh, the movie where Mickey Rourke slit his throat at the end. That movie was called Bullet. That's a hidden gem for you. Yeah, I don't think I've great, ever seen that one. Either. Bullet, nineteen ninety six. I, I confused that with gang related. They had Tim Roth in it. Uh, Bullet, nineteen ninety six, with Tupac Shakur. That's a good one. 
So, um, for multiple reasons, this guy is going to be my staying ovation today. Um, I think it was because a coworker uh, talking about celebrity crushes and what celebrities we've ever seen in person. And there was a uh, family trip that I took with my dad and my mom back in, I'm th- pretty sure it was 1998 because we went to Las, flew out from Chicago to Las Vegas and drove to uh, California after staying in Vegas. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. We flew out from Chicago to California, stayed in California for two days, drove to Vegas and stayed in Vegas for two days. This was in 1998 because I remember I saw uh, Lethal Weapon 4 at the Man's Chinese Theater. That's how I always date that. And it was, that was my best trip I've ever took in life. While we were in California, we went to Disneyland and walking in the entrance, I had my first celebrity sighting. And it was weird because we were the only two black families in the entire park just staring at each other for about one minute straight. <laughs> y'all was communicating with y'all eyes. Like, how'd you get here? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And um, this was in 1998, mind you. So this is before next Friday. So I want to give a special staying ovation to Mr. Clifton Powell, who played oh. Pinky in next Friday. Oh, yeah. I like Clifton uh, Powell. Uh, he is. He's he's awesome. And it was obvious most of the white people had no idea what he was. But me, my mom and dad were staring at this guy and him and his family were staring back at us. And I was. As a twelve or thirteen year old at the time, I was just thinking, "That's the guy from Dead Presidents. That's the guy from Dead Presidents." And uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I said that to my parents. Well, yeah, that's that's the guy from Dead Presidents. <laughs> but Sean's Sean convinced me to go down to German Fest uh, a few <laughs> a, a few years a back. That, that was a long time ago. But that was one of those similar moments where we were one of the few black people, and every time we saw another black person. <laughs> it was like a sigh of relief. There's well, plenty getting... of times in my life where I felt like that, you know, especially recently going to Ohio and shit. I see one black dude. I'm like, whew, thank you. Thank you, God. He got a tear in his what eye. What do y'all think like... I go through when I go campus? <laughs> oh, my black God. Person right. in sight. Oh, and, my and, God. And I probably, he probably looks at me like, oh, man, hell yeah, Puerto Rican. <laughs> yeah, whew, thanks. <laughs> I don't know if he's black, but he's got a hat on that looks like maybe he's black. It is, it's hard though, you know. Some places you go, like man, I just know there's no black people here. Well, yeah, I haven't seen an episode of uh, Blackish. Like, why you don't give him the nod? Like when you see another black dude around, <laughs> they had a whole entire episode of like when you see another black person around, they're like t- trying to teach the son how to give him the nod. Oh, when you see is. another black dude around, he's like, oh, what's the nod? I had somebody before you. I'm sorry, I had somebody ask me that one time: is why do black people always acknowledge each other? I was like, because white folks don't do it. And she was like, I never see white folks doing that. Because y'all that. everywhere. That's what I'm saying. It's like Your black folks. Break. You know, you ever walk <laughs> by a, a guy in the mall, you don't know him, and he'll say, how you doing, man? What's up, man? You know what I mean? It's just like a a thing. You know what I mean? Like, how you doing? All it right. Is, it is a thing. And it's a thing. You, all you got to do is say, all right, all right now. You know what I mean? Like, all right. You know, that that means something. And you, and, or we nod at each other or we'll do the what's up. You don't, I'm just saying white folks don't do this, but she asked me that. Why do black people always say what's up to each other, even if you don't know them? 
It's like it's just a common thing. It's just like what we do. You know, I don't so, know. It must have just been good programming or right. something like that. Like when you <laughs> yeah. see another black dude, like you, you gotta acknowledge him right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely, especially older black men. Oh, for sure. I, I see that with other black. I, I walk past them at Walmart and they're mm-hmm. like, "Hey, man, how you doing? Like, oh hey, yeah, man, how you doing, man? Oh yeah, you make eye t- eye contact where there's no there's no hate. There's always, hey, bro, how you doing, brother? All right now, you know what I mean? Like, just keep on going. It's a real yeah, quick nod, yeah. a, a, a quick nod that says a lot, and like. 2.5 seconds pretty much. When you sit there just knowledge and you lock eyes and you get the nod, it's like, hey, man, I'm like, I see you. This, Something go this, down, me this, and you. This guy on my job, and he won't never hear this. This is a black dude. He's a second shift guy. And every time he see me, it's almost like he's telling me a secret. I said, what's up, brother? How you doing? He'll look around. Man, these white motherfuckers, man. I swear to God. Oh, my God damn. I'm sick of this shit, man. I'm like, God, dog, dude. Every time. He always gets, he's sick of somebody's shit. Every time he speaks to me. Man. There's always that one at There's every job. There's always that one. Like, he is, he's never got nothing positive to say. Somebody, I'm telling you, man. He waiting for somebody to back him yeah, up. Yeah, he, he, he wants me to know it just in case, I think. You know what I mean? He ever has to do something. Yeah, I'm gonna whoop his ass. He always said, I'll just whoop this motherfuckers out. <laughs> These motherfuckers here, man. You know, what I mean? he, he he just went on second shift about two months ago, and every time I walk by him, because we interlap, he 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 say what's up, but he always tells it to me like it's a secret or some shit. Like, damn, man, you're what the hell's going on on second shift? You know, so. <laughs> I yeah. don't. That's that's funny. I'm <laughs> sick of these motherfuckers. Hell yeah, goddamn it! Like, what is he trying to do? Get you to overthrow yeah, the whole company or something? He's always sweating too. Like, <laughs> fucking, like they've been chasing him in second shift or some shit. You think those white boys did the nod before they stormed the Capitol? I don't. I don't. Yeah, they definitely did more than the nod for sure. You're like, is it time? Like, it's time, y'all. Let's go. Don't you think they got long prison time? Or yeah, you think I hope so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's one of the few times I've. Uh, Appreciated the American government and law system, right there. Yeah, they locked this, those, those motherfuckers up. Oh, I didn't mean it. We didn't mean to sidetrack you. Go ahead, man, man. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Okay, you can so, up your, yeah, uh, well, you guys gave a perfect lead in because yeah, his most famous line is "Say another motherfucking word." <laughs> Damn, that, that all that all came <laughs> around about it. So, yeah. He perfectly say another motherfucking word. Um, his pinky in next Friday is. It's him. Talk, talk about a scene stealer. He can't get past that. Talk about yeah. a scene stealer. But yeah. he's consistently been a scene stealer. I, I do think that his brief screen time in my beloved Dead President's movie, he was a st- scene stealer there. <laughs> when uh, our, our our main actor uh, came home from the Vietnam War, oh, yeah, he was found a, out yeah. that yeah his baby mom was dating another guy and might more than likely... Had his baby mom pregnant with his child. He was oh, taking care of that. Yeah, bringing home the groceries. He's been That's, he's been low key in a lot of like. Let's let's go, coke, let's go down the list. Like rush, rush hour, rush one. hour was the first one to pop oh, in my yeah, head when he had the, the red suit, suit on. Yeah, he, he, yeah buddy, deep, deep cover. Yeah, uh, Jeff Goldblum, Lawrence Fishburne movie. If you guys haven't seen Deep Cover, you're doing yourself. I haven't a seen distance. it in a long time, but I still love that movie though. If you guys grew up the same time I did. He was actually in Three Ninjas. Do you remember him in Three Ninjas what? as an FBI agent? In he Three was? Ninjas? Three Ninjas? He was one of the FBI agents in Three Ninjas. I don't remember I got to go back and oh, watch yeah. that again. Oh, it's been a long time. All man. right. All right. Uh, he had a small part in Norbit, underrated Eddie Murphy movie. It, uh, oh, he was one of the brothers. Yes, yeah. he was. Yes, yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, God, yes, I, hate, I hate that movie. I, I, I swear. I, I expected to the hate it. The only highlight about that movie is Eddie Griffin and Cat Williams being the pimps. <laughs> no, uh, Eddie Murphy is the old Asian guy. It's hilarious. 
Oh, uh, I, 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 Norbit is hilarious. Norbit asses. I, <laughs> I said, "Hell to the no!" Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought that the the trailers did that movie a bad injustice when it I sat down and watched great, that. But it's some funny. I, scenes. I thought it was hilarious. Norbit yeah. is fucking funny. Uh, Norbit is real funny. It was better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be bad because I had only seen the. Some of the stupidest stuff, you know, the daddy daycare and all that. Was that before daddy daycare or after that? I want to say after. It was during that shitty uh, family movie, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, Uh, he was going on a bad streak for a little while. For sure. Uh, Norbit, That I I vouch for Norbit. That movie's really funny. Really, really funny. Uh, PlayStation 2 fans, uh, if there's a top 10 best video games of all time, uh... Mario 64, GoldenEye, Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas on PlayStation 2 was one of those culture shock moments where it just revolutionized an entire industry. I didn't know he did. He did a voice. voice work now, Samuel L. Jackson stole the show on there, as he usually does, as the corrupt cop. Samuel L. Jackson did, did incredible work as a voice actor. Yeah, he should have brought up an argument against Denzel and Samuel Jackson. I'm telling, I'm telling you, mm-hmm. I, oh, oh, for sure. And I'm not even sure when we talking about that. I can't, I can't sidetrack how uh, his brief time in the other guys, the Will Ferrell movie with him and Mark Wahlberg as cops. Remember when him and The Rock were partners and other guys? Yeah, yeah. See, Denzel Washington would never take a role like that, but Samuel Jackson saying. Shit, you shut your face. If I want to hear you talk, <laughs> I stick my arm up your ass. Your hand is a puppet. Uh, uh, Samuel Jackson is he, he's he's a national treasure. Uh, a very good movie with uh, that I went on a date with with a girl in my early twenties. That's one of the ones that got away. I never die alone with DMX, David Arquette, and. Never die alone. Never die. I completely missed. There's that. another light skin hero, Michael Ely. Never die alone with DMX. That movie is is freaking great. Uh, he had a brief appearance in Ray. Um, oh, I forgot. He was like his uh, his little assistant or something. like yes, that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And Menace uh, Society. Thing. I was my next movie. Actually, way to go. Way to go, Tommy. Yeah, he, he was bitch a ass he, was, he was a snitch. Bitch ass Chauncey. Or well, I wouldn't call him. He was. He did snitch him out at the I end. know. He he got his he ass sent that for hitting tape on. In. See, Jada got another man beat up. I'm telling you, this coming full circle oh, this episode. Yeah. He was trying to hit and, on and Jada. And she was dating a younger guy. Like, got, got his ass whooped. And then got he got his, his, then he got homeboy shot at the exactly. end. Exactly. Yeah, she was she was banging a high school kid. She's obviously in her tw- in her mid twenties banging a high school kid. She's she been toxic. <laughs> oh man, that's what she We've likes to do. Oh man, she's been telling us all this time, man. We ain't been listening to you. Her. You for sure. I, I, yeah. I'm sorry, I was so light on Jada Pink in earlier episodes, guys. This fuck her. I'm sorry. I'm telling you, listeners. Fuck no, no, Jada Pinkett no, Smith. No, that's what gets you in trouble. Don't fuck her. <laughs> Just stay away. Just stay away from that, man. Jada is toxic, man. She is super toxic. Uh, Clifton Powell, my first celebrity sighting in person. and uh, Nice guy? Super nice guy. Yeah, he. Uh, I didn't walk up and shake his hand or anything, but that was one of the, that was my favorite only black people surrounded by white people moment in my life <laughs> where we my both of our families just looked at each other in acknowledgement and I, I could tell he was happy that 
we're the only people in the entire park that Recognize, even recognize yeah. me. Yeah. He was not, he, this is before Rush Hour came out. And, uh, yeah, I, 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 first thing in my head, that's the guy from Dead Presidents. That's the guy from Dead Presidents, part of my head. Um, but he was there with his wife and kids, so he seems like a good guy and just a uh, hardworking actor who's uh, been around for a long time. Clifton Powell, any movie you're in, is always better because of it. Stand ovation for you, good, good sir. No, that is probably one of the most underrated stand ovations that we've done thus far, man. That is a very good pick. Very, very good pick. Long, great career, very underrated actor. Man, I, I love that dude. Every time I see him love in the movie, guy. I'm like, all right, man, he's going to give us his all every time he does it. <laughs> say another motherfucking word. <laughs> like, say it again, say it again. Let <laughs> <laughs> me spill my yak on his $200 suit. Like, I, like I was, suit. He's like, I got a girlfriend. I got a girlfriend. I got a wife on the side. I was like, what? <laughs> What's the guy's name? His driver. I uh, remember, but he just he just slowed this motherfucker down. <laughs> yeah, he man. was disgracing his driver. Hell yeah, he hitting them quarters a little too sharp, motherfucker. <laughs> he stole that movie. Yeah, he, he was did. by far the funniest part. Of that. Yeah, I never would have picked him to do comedy, man. But he, he does he does pretty. nail it pretty good because that that pinky character might be his best character that he's. Oh, ever that's been, funny. Man. I think that you're was right about funny that. as hell. I, I'm not too high on next Friday compared to the first one. It is still pretty solid, but pinky. Was absolutely the highlight. <laughs> it's worth of watching that movie when I'm watching that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man, he's like he almost had me crying, but I held my own. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what the hell is going on there? Yeah. Oh man, I need to get that Halloween costume, man. I Ooh. bet too many people would. Do oh, that. That's a that great idea. A great actually, costume. I already got like a Jericho wig because I did like the Randy uh, Randy Watson a couple years oh, ago. Okay, damn. Uh, so I still got my Jericho wig. I need to get that <laughs> shit back in you rotation. Pink suit, yeah, but yeah. He can pull that off. I'll be walking around like you almost spilled this yak on this tour. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Tommy. You can me, and, me and Sean's light skin asses can't pull that no, off. No, he can't do it. <laughs> Wear that Jerry curl. Yeah. Oh, the gla- I, I gotta get. The I got. Curl. I got the glass for you. I, yeah, I got uh, the glass. You got the yak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the fuck the glass. You, you got the yak. <laughs> probably got it on you right now. That'd be funny. That'd be great. That's a great one. Oh man! All right, let's get to our uh, our binge worthy this week. Now I've still been binging suits, so that hasn't been that hasn't been a good one for me. So it's starting to get to that 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 last season curse right now. I think it has one more season after this. I think it's not available on some some streaming services that I have right now. But suits is is starting to fall off on season eight right now because that's the season where Mike leaves the show and they're just trying to carry it on with like new characters and then Catherine Heigl. I don't know if y'all remember her from. Yeah. Uh, Grey's Anatomy uh-huh. and Knocked Up. Under Siege 2. I like it. Yeah. Like Thank her. you. F- f- that's what I'm talking about, man. Like an underrated movie. <laughs> I love that You see movie. her and Morris Chestnut in that damn movie. I was like, man, y'all young as shit. <laughs> she was the daughter she, or she worked in the train? She was the, she was a, she was the girl's niece. Oh, niece. Yeah, 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 niece, niece, niece yeah. yeah, I remember. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, like she don't look like she related to him at all, but whatever. <laughs> I'm okay, yeah. Keep wearing Casey those tight jeans, baby. Casey right fucking right back. Back. <laughs> 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 That name don't bring fear to your heart, <laughs> no, man. He was just a uh, average. That's just they can't believe he's on these trains and boats and shit. Like who they got down there? They got a cook. Yeah, it's Casey fucking right back. Uh, that put fear in everybody's oh, heart. Shit. <laughs> so he get on this train. How the hell he get on the train? They be losing their mind. Send everybody. 
Everything you got. Man, you see that all black suit and that ponytail floating? <laughs> Your ass is in trouble. Uh, you are in trouble. Right. If you see that ponytail, you are getting a you bone broke. Done. No sweat coming off his head or nothing. He done climbed over the top of the train. <laughs> yes. but, man, come on. Don't want to get to a knife fight with this Hell, man. Yeah. Oh, people man. off the train. Oh, yeah. He that looked- was him before he discovered how good cheeseburgers and steak are. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, lifted like, he lifted up a knife like his Mjolnir or something. <laughs> it's like he got his powers back. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I've been watching uh watching that. I've been watching Loki. The last uh I want, I want to hear your opinion Loki. on that. I want to hear how, Lo- how Loki, you- Loki is pretty solid. But I need to go through a couple more episodes because they finally brought out uh Jonathan the Majors in uh the third episode. Episode three. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, they finally get into it. Finally, they, they getting back to that because I'm trying to figure out where the hell Kang fits into this whole timeline as far as like him being like the new baddie. But it's been okay so far. It hasn't been like the great episodes like I've seen last season, but so far. It's slowly working its way back up again. And, of course, I've been watching uh, Gen V, the spinoff of The Boys, with uh, the superhero kids that's in college. You had a chance to watch it. Okay. I, I want to hear about that, I'm, please. I'm, I'm all caught up. This show is really fucking dope. It is just what I wanted to see when I watched The Boys and having a spinoff of that is exactly what I thought it was going to be. Raunchy, superhero shit, kids doing drugs, a lot of fucked up sex scenes and everything like that. I've seen a, uh, a kid's like dick blow up. In one of those episodes, I was like, "What the?" Because it Good was like, "Lord!" Because my son, he was watching a trailer with me. Because you know how you uh, watch some one episode to another, they show you like the little previews or whatever. They're like, "What's coming up the next episode?" They saw that. My son saw that. He was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "Oh yeah, son. I'm sorry. Like this show was like really nasty." He's like, "Dad, this is what you've been watching?" I was like, "Yeah." Like it's just like the boys, but they haven't watched the boys with me because Holly won't let them watch all that because this is really graphic stuff on there, even for like the kids like at their age. I don't think it's made for kids, even though my kids are like a little bit older, but just watching that stuff, I'm like, I can't keep putting this like image of like cinema into y'all mind. Y'all gotta y'all gotta cleanse or something and go watch like a faith-based movie or something like that with Tyler Perry. Because this show is not made for kids. I can barely tolerate some of this shit because they really go all out on this one. But Gen V, I'm giving that about a four and a half out of five so far. It's yeah. still pretty damn good. The storyline isn't quite complete because I'm trying to figure out how the hell this fits in with like the narrative of like the boys. Because I think that's going to be coming out later on this year. But I think it's going to be working out pretty good. So for right now, yeah, Gen V is probably my favorite binge-worthy as far as this week goes. Loki is a very close second. And, yeah, I've been watching Suits, so I'm just going to muscle through that until I get caught up. And I'll probably switch over to another show. So hopefully y'all can give me another recommendation of what I can watch. But, yeah, that's my binge-worthy for this week. What y'all got? Sweet. I got Loki myself. I will say I'm I'm with you. It's, it's, it's all right. Yeah, it's, it's all right. It's all right. I, I didn't have the highest expectations for it. I was hoping that my expectations would be surpassed. But uh, you can tell this Jonathan Major situation had a big effect on what this season was going to entail. Absolutely. They've made a lot of adjustments to try to limit his screen time. They gave him a lot of screen time in uh, episode three, which was a little bit surprising. I thought it was going to be like something that they put at the end of the episode. And then they just kind of tail it into like later on in the season. But so far, for what I saw, I was like, damn, man, this is why we love Jonathan Majors. He's still a really good actor. Yeah, he absolutely he, is. But if I walking out of Ant-Man 3, I would expect Jonathan Majors to be in all or, you know, the end of Loki season one and walking out of Ant-Man 3. I would not expect to have any episode of Loki season two to not have Jonathan Majors in it. Yeah, you would have thought he'd been like a major like component of like where the storyline was. Absolutely. Going. You but can... I don't know if they intentionally like pulled it back a little bit or they just I don't know, they just had to pivot because of the the arrest thing. But this was like 
Like he's too big of a character to like try to like pull back on like his uh, screen time. I'm I feel telling. like this might have been the plan altogether that he might just be in the episodes the rest of the season. Because this uh Victor Timely guy that they the new variant of uh Kang the Conqueror that's in this uh episode, mm-hmm. I feel like he might be a bigger character like moving forward so far. So so far I'm hooked in, I'm ready for it. Because I'm still a Jonathan Majors fan, even though he has all these allegations still going out against him. I have no idea where it's going to go from there. I feel like they've been pushing back this trial for God knows how long for like the past few months. So once he gets past this, I think he'll be right back fine within Marvel. This is going to keep going forward and he'll be perfectly fine as far as like being like the new bad guy in the the MCU for right now. But for right now, I feel like they, they did, like you said, pivot a little bit off that that whole arrest and the allegations. Big time. Right now. So, I, do, I do like that time frame they have that character in during the birth of electricity, Chicago World Fair. Yeah, that that that, that makes that makes for solid entertainment there. Um, I, I hope we see more of that. From hope it's just not a one off episode. We'll, I'm hoping we'll that because they got him coming back to the TVA. So I'm like, all right, man, you have to bring him into the next episode because they need him in order to, <clears throat> to fix like this whole timeline thing that's going on at the TVA. So it makes sense that he's going to be more prevalent in the, the next few episodes, like as far as like his screen time. So I'm hoping that that, that is where they're leading to. So fingers crossed, hopefully it still goes well, but yeah, Loki is still a pretty solid show, but I would I'm recommend, I would recommend Gen V before I go to Loki at Damn. this point, I will say that's, that's, that's more of a, <laughs> no, just as far as like entertainment goes, mm-hmm. Like Gen V, you can go in blind and it'll still make a little bit more sense. Loki, you need a lot of context, big time, to get caught up on that. You can't go into that show blind at all. You need to kind of like uh, you have to go back at least a few projects to try to figure out what the hell's going on as far as Kang and everything. Which We're, is bizarre since uh, Gen V and uh, what's the original show? Um, the Boys. The Boys, which he is Super. on, because we're watching this on. Uh, we're watching the TV right now. He plays like A Train. Yeah, I remember him. Because he's like the guy that he's like their version of Flash in The Boys. Really? Because like he can go super fast, whatever. But yeah, he's a really. He's the one that ran through somebody. Yeah, he literally like ran through like exploded into pieces. This is on The Boys? Yeah. This is like literally like the first episode of The Boys season one. It was like within the first five minutes. Like he was like, he was like, he was like coked out of his mind or something like that. And he was like running. In the street, and he literally ran through like old boy's girlfriend, and literally like blew her into pieces. Blew her into pieces. It was (laughs) one of the most shocking things I've ever seen. Yeah, a black flash doing cocaine. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in, guys. (laughs) I got. I got. I got. Damn, I ain't even try to sell you on it, but that's what got you, man. God bless. Oh, I'm sorry, Sean. Did you have a bit uh, for this week? The uh, I keep forgetting about um, Loki because I don't watch nothing on Disney as much, Uh, but. The Continental guys, the damn, that's the one that showed you told me about the Continental. Not bad at all. I I watched the first two episodes. Um, I don't know if there's any more after that. They are weekly, so they come out every week. Uh, week like um, not like uh, you know, everything at once like Netflix likes to do. Uh, it's pretty good, man. This takes place in like, what is is it the fifties or sixties? It might be the oh, 60s. So that going really far. Yeah, it's, it's it's it's. I, I want to say it's uh, Winston when he was young. The, the owner of the, the dude who runs the Continental and, and John Wick. Now, do they have a younger version of the the one guy, the the black dude? Yeah, yeah him, him, it shows how he... Now, he actually works for Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson is the higher up in this, uh, the Continental. He plays a really... He's evil as hell. 
So he's is Winston bad. actually like the Winston is kind of like up and coming, and he's got like all these tricks and trades he does. Oh, so he doesn't own the hotel. No, he yet. doesn't own the hotel. And okay. the, and the black dude who are uh, who we lost the, the guy who played uh, what's Lance, Lance Riddick. Riddick, Riddick. He's like eighteen in this. Oh, so he's okay. the guy who plays him, and so he's up and coming too. And he works for Mel Gibson. And Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson's character runs the Continental, and so like it's just it's super dope. Um, right now, it's just like a war over like who owns that territory, and some of the fighting is just like John Wick. I mean, the way they shoot and the way they fight is is similar to what John Wick action looks like. Not not as good as that, but it's it's darker. I mean, I mean, like to me, it's a little bit darker than John Wick. I enjoyed it. I was shocked. Much better than I thought it was going to be. It's on Peacock. Um, uh, I I don't know what's where they're trying to go quite yet, but it looks like they're fighting over the the Continental and Mel Gibson. Like I said, he's the one who's running it, and I don't think like the Americans or people around really know what's going on. Like they probably don't even in John Wick uh, and this this is like this reporter trying to figure out what's going on in the Continental, why people are paying with gold coins and stuff like that. So you're getting into that to the lure of that Assassin's Creed that they have. And that's basically what it's about in that fight over the Continental and all that stuff. So Winston's character is young, and he's not quite the Winston that we we know in John Wick, uh, starting off in John Wick 1. I think it's really good. I'm not going to say it's the best thing I've seen, but it's shocked me on how much I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I paid attention to it, and that was shockingly good, really good. So that's on Peacock, the, the Peac- uh, Continental. That's one all right, episodes. All yeah. right, that was gonna be my next one. Yeah, because I, I, I remember you texted me, reminded me, saying that the Continental was, was good. Really I need good. to watch it. Yeah, and I, I was like, man, I, my my wife, she just has a dead set on finishing Suits. Okay, for yeah, some yeah, reason, yeah. she wants to finish it all the way through. And I was like, uh, I keep telling her, I was like, all right, we in that part of the episode like where this season is like really dragging, and these episodes <laughs> are really starting to suck right now. And I've always seen this that last season yeah. curse of like really good shows they don't have a good last season, and this definitely. Has a horrible season right now. It is, it is really horrible writing. I don't know if it was a writer strike when they made this damn show, but it, it is lacking a lot of substance that made the first few seasons so damn good. So yeah, I'll muscle through. I'll let y'all know what, what it's like to go over the hill and catch all these fucking arrows for y'all fans. But right now, I'm just saying I'm taking a lot of them right now because <laughs> this show is like really killing my soul at this point. It is not very good so far. I don't know what the hell it is about Katherine Heigl, but she's just not a very good actress. Something about her is just so. So damn she's annoying. Not, she's she's not a good. She looks great. She looks great on camera, but her acting ability and charisma is just not there. Uh, Seth Runner seats too. You didn't like her in Knocked Up. She was. It wasn't her. She didn't do bad. I don't think she didn't stand out. No, she was there. Um, and she. I was pretty young. I was. Well, we were only 10, 11 years old when Siege 2 came out. Yeah, she did look good. So, uh, yeah, good, her as an 18, 19-year-old, yeah, she was looking real fine. But even as a – there's very few times I said somebody's a bad actor at that age. Even me as a 10-year-old was like, she can't act, but damn, she looks good. Um, yeah, she's, ter- she's terrible in Under Siege 2. Her acting – Wait till you guys rewatch Under Siege Two. Well, we ain't watching Under Siege Two for the acting. To be fair, <laughs> I just want to hear some funny exactly, screams. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You want to see Steven Seagal kicking ass? Absolutely. It, and, it, it and you get what you pay for. You yeah. do. I, 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 one of the most underrated sequels of all time, in my opinion. I think we were robbed of Under Siege Three. I wish they would have did something kind of like Die Hard with a Vengeance did, and uh, just had him in an open world have some some crazy terrorists try to take over L.A. or some shit. And Steven Seagal's driving through L.A. No, shit I, I don't want. To, I don't see Seamus to go run with those flailing arms or whatever. No, he just looks so stupid. Whenever he runs any damn where, like I'll pass. He can't run. No, he can't no, run no. for shit, man. Oh, well, I, I digress. 
All right, now, new releases that just came out, as far as the new ones, I have two of them that I want to bring to the table. The first one is The Burial. So who else watched this movie? The, the one with, with uh, Jamie Foxx and uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, you said Amazon. that. I didn't even have a chance to I watch it. I have been trying to watch this before this episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, th- if that's the case, I'm going to pocket this one. I'm going to save that one for next week. So I really sure? want you, I really want you I really want you guys to watch because I think that this this movie might be in my top 10 for the year. This seems like one of those universally loved movies because I know. As soon as I posted on Facebook, gave my review, I remember everybody started getting up on that, giving their reviews. I was like, damn. Yes. It wasn't just me. Jamie Foxx and Tommy Lee Jones did an incredible job working together. They play off each other so damn well in this movie. It was very shocking. I wasn't expecting that, but Jamie Foxx feels like he's starting to get back into his form again as far as like getting the right roles and really showing that he's a really top-rated actor in this uh, in the cinema world right now. So, yeah, shout-out to Jamie Foxx. But I'm going to save that review for next week because I, at least, I want at least one more of you to watch it so we can kind of like – just to kind of get a feel of how you felt about the movie. Because I knew a little bit about the background of the movie as far as like the Drew story, but I didn't know everything. So, contextually, it just – it made it a little bit more pleasurable to watch this movie, like seeing like the ending and everything that happened in between then. So I thought it was a pretty good movie, but I'll save that one for next week. The other one I had was Reptile on Netflix. Oh, with, okay. Uh, Benicio right. Del Toro. Uh, I want to hear your pick. I, I have seen that. <clears throat> oh, you did see that? I, I have. I have. And I want to hear your opinion. All right, man. The chef's in the kitchen. Let me cook. <clears throat> now, <laughs> look for, can't wait to taste this. I have to say, I absolutely loved the tone of this movie. It gave me that vibe. Have you ever seen that movie prisoners with a uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, uh, Hugh classic, Jackman? classic where the one, uh, I think the another daughter... light skin hero in that. Uh, who was in that? In that uh, it's hard out here for pimp. Uh, Iron oh, Man. Terrence Howard? Terrence Howard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> damn. I forgot. He, damn. He was, he was a long time. I, I forgot he was in there. He was the black dad, man. But I have to say this, this, the tone of this movie gave me that vibe of uh, prisoners. Very dark, very gritty, very like like sad and down trying to like the whole vibe of the movie was that. It was like never upbeat. Like they didn't make it light. They kept it like really, really, really toned down to like give you like a good vibe of the movie. And I was I was really fucking loving it. And if if nothing else, Benicio del Toro, like man, he is one of the most underrated actors that hasn't been fully appreciated for all that he's done so far. I love him at damn near everything he's ever done. In his career, he is definitely one of my top five actors of all time. I was damn near close to putting him on a stand ovation after watching Reptile. He he killed it in this movie. He was really fucking good, wasn't he? he was, I fucking love. I yeah, Benicio del Toro was the man. And you guys still haven't seen Sicario yet, have you? I have. I've seen the first one and the second one. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Okay. That first one is definitely like one of his best movies ever. Um, you ain't lying, man. You he, ain't lying. The second one was still pretty damn good, but that first one is like damn near a masterclass. I'm telling you. He he did a really fucking good job, and I don't want to get sidetracked. For this one, I thought this one was actually pretty decent. I don't I didn't love the ending as much as I thought I would. Like seeing it all come together, but all together, like the acting, the pacing, the tone, and everything like that, it really fucking worked for me. I actually liked how this one was actually being shot. I'm not a real big fan of Justin Timberlake. No offense to him. I feel like he was kind of out of place in this one, but he still held his own enough. To like stay into the, he stayed in the ring with these actors and actually held his own. Y'all remember the Justin Timberlake movie where they had like these numbers on their wrist? 
and it was like it was it was a Justin Timberlake movie. But I do, yeah. It you had a life expected life ex- Oh yeah. Was it like end time or something? Yeah, there we go. Like end time. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. That was good. good one. In that. Yeah. And that yeah, one my was... beloved social network. He was awesome in the social network. He was amazing in the social network. He played that character really, really, really fucking well. Big time. I will absolutely give him that one. At all costs. Justin Timberlake, under the right circumstances, he is a really good actor. But this one, it was just like he was just average at best, and it wasn't. That's not saying you know anything bad about him per se, because you when you're on the screen with Benicio del Toro, you really do take a backseat to anybody. Robert De Niro could have been standing next to him, and he would have taken a backseat to Benicio del Toro. Benicio del Toro is fucking special. Absolutely. Like I said, he's one of those actors. Like when he's in a movie, I lose track that that's Benicio del Toro. If that makes any kind of sense. I totally get lost in like that's an actor playing like a character. I feel like that's really him. It's what the best actors do. You yeah. you totally get lost in that whole thing, and I think that is an amazing skill set to have to, to like get lost in the actor actually portraying the character. You really feel like you're seeing somebody in real time, like unveiling themselves like to us on screen. It's an amazing experience. I love it when he gives me that fucking feeling of watching a movie, and I get lost in the actor. So overall, I say this movie was probably like three point eight. 3.9. Give it a four, man. Just go ahead and give it give, a four. Give it a four. All right, man. Let's round up. It was, it was worth a four. Round up to a four. I haven't seen Reptile yet. I thought it was really good. I love like the, I love it when I have to like help try to solve the, the case with them in real time because every time I think I had something figured out, I love it when like there's a new twist or a new wrinkle or like a new piece of evidence that they haven't seen before. I will say. Did I, that, like, did I see like like the ending going the way they did as far as like who was the bad guys. I didn't quite guess that. But nor did I. No, because I, I guess I guess wrong at first. And then when I took another second guess, I was like, okay, it must be like this person right here. And it, it I ended up being right. But overall I love it when they write themselves into like a corner and they have to like figure it out for like the fans to like kind of guess that. I know it kind of takes the 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 element of surprise out of it. Kind of like watching a screen movie, you're trying to guess who the killer is. Well, I will say for that first hour of Reptile, they did a great job of pretty much making every main character look like they could be the the killer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even Alicia Silverstone. I'm glad she's back working as well. Man, she still look good. She does. I'm telling you, yeah, she's that. If you need uh, any proof to go vegan for a lifestyle, look at Alicia Silverstone in this. Yeah, I I ain't quite there yet. Uh, I'll never. I'm a carnivore. That's not happening. No, 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 no. no, I, I need I need my pork ribs and everything. <laughs> exactly. like I, I can't do all that. I'm sorry. God bless you, Lisa Silverstone. Still look good. I'm glad that you're still getting work out here. You're doing a great job. But yeah, I ain't going vegan. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not I'm sorry. No, 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 I'm good. I can't even eat vegan ice cream. <laughs> I'm totally good on this one. No, pass. Yeah, uh, there was a scene where uh, our our boy from the wire, you know who I'm talking about, Tommy, uh, bald white. Irish looking guy. Yeah. He passes a Rolex watch to somebody during a poker game. Uh-huh. That was kind of like tip off. Okay. He's involved. I'm not sure if he's the actual killer, which they still, they never really reveal who killed that lady in that house. But I, I'm no, pretty I sure it was him. I don't think they did, did they? They didn't flat out say, I'm pretty sure it was him. Everything leading up to that, he would be the one who pulled that trigger or, or that knife in this instance. Um, I, I, I do think it, um, Oh, I almost, Sean hasn't seen it yet. Listeners haven't yeah. seen it yet. But I will say, as far as the Netflix originals goes, this is one of the better ones. Yes, if there's a absolutely. top 10 or 20 reptiles on there. 
yeah, it's it's a four out of five for me. It's four. I, I really enjoyed Reptile. Um, any other new releases, Tommy, that you want to go over? Because I I actually went to the theater over the weekend. Really, I what, did. What the hell did you watch? Yeah, I don't think I saw I any other new movies. Yet. I think I yeah, I just saw The Burial uh, with Jimmy Foster, and I watched uh, Reptile. Everything else has been like TV shows for me for the most part. So yeah, I haven't. I don't remember seeing anything else. Yeah, the last movie I saw in actual theater, I think it was with you guys when we went to go see the the Exorcist. Yeah, that's the last thing I've seen in the theaters too. Yeah. I was trying to go see a Haunting in Venice, but yeah, I, I couldn't stay awake for that second movie. Like at the drive-in, I was like, all right, I got to go home because my wife never drives home for the drive-in. She knows she sets me up for that every single time. <laughs> She's like, you want to go to the drive-in? I was like, you want to drive? She's like, uh, maybe if you really need. I was like, next thing I know, I pull off. She she knocked out before we even leave the drive-in. I was like, she like Lacey. Like Hell she, yeah. she was like, man, how the hell you fall asleep so fast? Man, what's yeah. going on? Because I got those heated seats in my front seat, oh, man. Yeah, so she get those right in it, sleep, yeah. get a blanket on her, man. She knocked out, man, like a baby at night in the car. It's like, man, damn, man, I must be nice to drive. Drive home. I know you're on a long drive home too. Jeez. Yeah, it ain't that bad because like because we live on like the outskirts of like Fort Wayne pretty mm-hmm. much, so it's like right down on Tillman, so it's pretty much a straight shot down there. But still, man, driving at night sometimes, man, just be like a drag coming it from does. the drive. That's the only walk. bad part about going from a drive-in if it's not so close because the Huntington's closed. So Vandale, I think they still got like a few more weeks left because they're gonna be playing like some horror films mm-hmm. pretty soon. I think they end the season on like a horror film, like a fest or something like that. What do you play like? Halloween or Jason or something like that. So I'm looking forward to that part. So it's like ending like the Halloween season <clears throat> at the drive-in. But yeah, it, it is it is a struggle to leave the drive-in sometimes. Yes, gonna man. watch for deer and shit out there. <laughs> deer, man. I'm looking out for cops, man. Yeah, that, cops that's what, too. That's what that's what be getting me. Cops right there, but yeah, it, it is a tough one. To try to try not to speed at night. Knowing that the Ohio cops, man, I feel like they be soon as you leave Indiana, I feel like there's always like a Ohio cop just sit right there oh, by, yeah. to welcome me into Ohio <laughs> with, a, with a ticket. It's like, man, yeah. fuck y'all, man. Y'all ain't getting my damn money this no, year. No, you gotta slow down. Uh, uh, was there any other uh, new releases that we had to go over, Ryan? I, I do want to mention one, and uh, please, family, forgive me, but uh, oh shit, what you Taylor Swift? Do? Oh man, you oh, look I, like you a Taylor Swift fan. <laughs> oh, you a Swifty? I'm, I've actually, I've liked what I've heard. So yeah, if I hear one of her songs playing, I've enjoyed it. I've never actually sat down and listened to her whole CD. So I'm not gonna say I dislike her. I'm just not like a. I'm not. I'm definitely not a fan. But I do want to give a shout out to Jefferson Point. That's AMC, right? AMC, yeah. you know. AMC? Oh, I know what you've seen. I got you. Oh yeah. So I got to see a Martin Scorsese movie. At the IMAX screen. Holy shit. You actually went to go see it. Well, yes. Um, I was there for almost, if I'd have got there on time, I would have been (laughs) in the theater for four hours. But yes, I went and saw the three and a half hour Killers of the Flower Moon. This is one of those rare cases where I enjoyed the movie extremely, but I would not recommend anybody to go see it in the theater. I think you... Most of the, the casual moviegoer will enjoy this much better watching this at home and probably in doses. Uh, this Too was damn long, huh? It was long. Uh, I was pretty much glued to the screen, so the, the time really didn't bother me. But it was not a pleasant experience because everything I'm seeing is so damn depressing. So the fact that this is an underheard story in American history. We all know the Native Americans got treated 
worse than almost any race on the, on planet Earth throughout human history. But we always hear about the Trail of Tears and smallpox. This was a story that I was unfamiliar with until this movie. I've even avoided all these YouTube videos about this storyline just leading up to this. So I, I I do think this movie is an absolute masterpiece, but be prepared. This is depressing. This is not a movie that you're going to watch on a repeated basis. This is in that same category as Schindler's List and 12 Years a Slave, where you know it's it's a great movie, but it's so freaking sad you don't want to go revisit it on a regular basis. Tommy, Sean, you guys owe it to yourself to get this movie a watch because, yeah, you're seeing superb next-level filmmaking, next-level acting. De Niro and DiCaprio, oh, man, talk about knocking it out the park. Knocking it out the park. Get ready for, not not spoil it all, get ready, prepare yourself for the scene where they're both in separate jail cells talking to each other during that last hour of the movie. That's some of DiCaprio and De Niro's best work ever. Uh, Real brief synopsis. There was a tribe called the Asaj who struck oil in the early 1900s and ended up from 1920 to almost 1930. They were probably some of the richest people on earth just because their tribe was sitting on one of the best oil reserves worldwide. And unfortunately, they were in a land that they owned, but the justice system, including the courts, the banking system, the everything was set up against them. And you see forces at work constantly trying to sabotage them. Um Eventually, one of the main characters actually had, she sold, just because that tribe became so wealthy because of that oil reserve, the main inheritor of that money took a train to Washington, D.C. from Oklahoma and actually had a face-to-face with the president saying, please help us. We're being murdered here. And the president actually sends the FBI in there. I can't recommend this movie enough, but I know it's not going to be everybody's cup of tea, and it's such a downer. I, uh, I'm i not going to lie. My eyes were watering pretty much the whole last hour, and I, I walked out that there with, with tears in my eyes damn near. It's probably because you were sleepy. That's a four-hour mm-hmm. movie. <laughs> <laughs> you it wanted was, to go was, watch Justice League, and you went to go see that one? Uh, but At least Justice League, you can watch it at your house. I, you can uh, pause it. You can take a bathroom break, or whatever. You can. You don't even have to be late, man. You can be on time to your is, house. Is but there's no. There's no. Um, what's that? Is Justice League still on Max? That yeah, is? yeah, it still is. Keep in mind, Justice League. I saw. We'll never see this again. This is the the what we call that the uh, Snyder cut. We will never, ever, ever see anything like that. If you make a shitty movie and release it in the theaters. No studio will ever spend an additional $100 million to let the director go back and fix it. Uh, if it's that bad, they might. This, this, they didn't make any profit off of that. No. They didn't get a theatrical release. But uh, I think they owed it to the fans at that point because Josh Whedon did a shitty job. He did an absolute <laughs> shit job. But at the 
keep in mind, Brian Singer did Batman vs. Superman. And I blame Warner Brothers more so than the filmmakers and the actors behind it. I still think DC had perfect casting for all their parts. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, uh, a dark-haired Aquaman from Game of Thrones, even though Aquaman's blonde. <laughs> I still, I, I still think it was great. It is they, crazy. They, yeah. they, 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 they knocked out the park with it. I love the, the with how they cast the Justice League, but good lord, that was terrible. But Killers of the Flower Moon is absolutely a masterpiece, but it's such a downer, and because of the runtime, it's not for the cat. You have to be a real cinephile to actually go and be happy you spent money to see this in the theater. Not a date movie by any means. You guys, please watch this on your own accord. No penile time is going to take place oh. at, if you watch this with your with your better half. No, she's going to be knocked out. <laughs> it, 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 it's it's <laughs> great. Uh, the female actress, the na- the main Native American character, she she did an excellent job. But yes, I think we're all fans of Casino, Goodfellas, The Irishman, Departed. This is uh this is a uh, well worth a watch and thank you AMC Jefferson Point for letting me see that in IMAX and not throwing that Taylor Swift movie in there. I got a chance to see a masterpiece in my favorite screen in Indiana. So, Killers of the Flower Moon, one of the best movies of the year. I'm going to give it 5 out of 5. God, it's, it's such a downer. I would not recommend anybody see this and wait for video, even though Apple apparently spent $200 million to make this movie. You got to give it five out of five because it's two or three movie lengths long. Probably, but if yeah, it's good, it all I'm, together it's five. I'm okay with that. I'm, I mean, uh, you got to split it like Titanic. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I, yeah. I, this movie had a faster pace than Avengers <clears throat> Endgame to me. With the actors in it, I'd be, I, it's worth this had, watching. This, this, yeah, because when, when the Avengers... End game, and I had to sit through two hours of them just going and rehashing previous scenes from all the previous movies for the first two hours. So you got to be kidding me, man. This this is end game we're talking about. Yeah, the last hour was freaking awesome, but I'm not gonna lie; those first two hours are a slog. I, I will, I've since I've saw it in the theater, I've only sat through end game again once. I can sit. Th- I've seen. The, I've watched the Irishman at least five times. That's the three-hour movie, and I, I'm pissed off we didn't get to see The Irishman in Fort Wayne Theater because if I could have saw The Irishman in this IMAX screen we have here in Fort Wayne, oh, my Lord. Yeah, I, I probably would have just stayed in my seat and waited for the next show. You're right. I was rolling my eyes at Endgame for a little bit. I was like, all right, now, come on. That, when it got, like, the part where he went back in time and he saw his dad and stuff. I remember like, God damn, how it was long slow. Is, yeah, we this got is to, slow. We got to you know? But that was a good fan service it, moment. It for was, like, but for it was so slow. Though. It was a lot of talking. I remember saying to myself, it's a lot of damn talking. There. You know why you feeling yeah. that way? Because you got spoiled with a lot of action. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. It was this a lot one, more it, going it was, on. This was the movie where they had to put a cap on a lot of storylines. Mm-hmm. So it took a lot of storytelling to finish that one off. So the fact that you got spoiled with all the action in Infinity War, it doesn't surprise me that a lot of people feel like, man, Endgame is nothing like it. Infinity War. I mean, Infinity War was incredible, and I understand that part if you want to see action. But if you need to see the storyline <laughs> finished off, you kind of have to like muscle through a lot of that stuff that was in Endgame. And at the very least, I still think the last that that battle with Thanos at mm-hmm. the end of Endgame, I still think that's one of the best action scenes that they ever did. 
Minus that women empowerment shit that they put <laughs> yeah, in there. I keep telling you that's the worst yeah. thing I've ever seen in cinema history. But neither here nor there. I still think Endgame still holds its place in the it's good. part it's of my good. heart. For sure. Yeah, yeah, it was a big moment in movie-going history. But, yeah, it doesn't compare to the airport scene in Captain America 3 Civil War. True, true. Or Wakanda in, uh, in Infinity War. Or the Don't highway, or that highway fight scene with a... Uh, 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 Captain America, a Winter Soldier, where he fought him. Not even, yeah, exactly. That's one of the best fight scenes Absol- I've seen. In absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, it holds its place. But let, let's move on because I really want to get to this fight the past few weeks. I think we really need to try to dissect this once again. Let's do it. All right, Jada Pickett is oh, out here. Oh, that bitch. She is. She is. She is run amok at this point. Mm-hmm. She is, she is on one right now. <laughs> she is on a book tour, what? and she is apparently trying to sell her memoir titled Worthy, and apparently she just can't keep her fucking mouth shut when it comes to her and her her marriage, so to speak, quote-unquote. Now, what is y'all takeaway from what's been happening the last few weeks as far as Jada making headlines again, throwing Will's name out here, putting dirt on it, talking about they're not really married, Chris Rock asked her out, Tupac was her soulmate, like everything that she's been talking about. Like, y'all have any takeaways from this other than Jada is just I don't know. Just she won't stay away. I do. Yeah. So stay in the limelight to me is she wants to be the reason why all this happened. You know what I mean? And I feel like she's downplaying the slap and everything. It's it's really hard to say what's going on in her mind, but this is keeping her uh, in the limelight in a way. Did and you hear, hear her come on and say, we've actually haven't been married for the past seven yeah, years. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. So he's up there slapping people for somebody who you, we haven't even been together that long you know, for seven years. Like, why is he defending your honor then? Like, why is he, you know, Stockholm I mean, like, syndrome? Yeah, right. Like, why you got this dude feeling like he has to stand up for you, but you won't even say they're to, y'all together? Like, so he just did all that. He's for one. Nothing. Of, like, Will Smith yeah. is definitely one of the more self righteous celebrities I've ever seen, and he, I, I give him, it's kind of sickening sometimes, but I at least give him props for admitting to it. He's came out and said that. I care what people think about me. He wants every word that comes out of his mouth in the spotlight to be profound. He hates having anybody having a negative image. Me, I, I, I care about a little bit, but yeah, if you don't like me, so the fuck what? Life goes on. I'm not out here trying to please the world. I, I try to be my genuine self, especially to my friends and family. I, I that phoniness, I'm not. I'm not cool with. I, I expect. Everybody to see the real Ryan winners. Yeah, well, that's different because he has millions of people that he relies on to kind of contribute to his liveliness. Absolutely. Yeah. He uh, makes a lot of fucking money by getting a huge fan base and building up this whole persona that he's had for like the past 20 some years. You so, ain't lying. So I kind of understand why he's so invested in that. But I feel, uh, my personal opinion is that he just got married to the wrong woman. And she constantly proves that every single time she gets a chance to talk. But you, it's obvious that. He wanted to divorce her. Did he, though? Oh, I, I, I do. I do. He just didn't want to have a public divorce because their family was always on the, in that spotlight for the happy marriage. There was very few celebrity couples that have that, that have, have much uh, goodwill behind it. I am shocked but, that she doesn't talk about anything he does. You know, I mean, I am shocked that she doesn't throw out there. Well, he's smashing these girls, and which you know, I, which you, is you, obvious. She has a bone to pick. It's obvious. Yeah, but she could really, you know, was at this point, she could really just be damning to him 
and just say, well, you know, this is he sleeps because she has to have proof. Yeah, she does. Well, she has to know if he's doing something. Obviously, they obviously came out and said they had an open relationship at one point, right? They like, said, was it yeah. open or was it just broken yeah, at was, that point? I, I think it was. They even said they had an open both. relationship. I think it, it could be both. You know, in your open relationship, you pretty much, there's all, there's no, there's maybe no Will, boundaries. Maybe no Will limits. just found out that it was open one day. He's yeah. like, oh, <laughs> like, like, oh, you see another? I didn't know that. Like, yeah, that's how the, it is, The Will. fact that she slept with the August dude is because they were, they had been apart. They were in an open relationship. That's what she says. Obviously, it hurt him. I don't think it hurt him the fact that she slept with somebody. I think it hurt him who it was she slept with, like the, the son's, son's friend, friend. You know, what I mean, that had mental issues, right, right, and so that and they had let him in the house and he had been coming around. Oh, that you know, fucking sucks. Yeah, you know, what I mean, he'd been spending the night and yeah. shit. You know, what I mean, yeah, he's I, over here. Even Mendez was not at our house, Jada. Right, right. Of, yeah, of course, I'm going to yeah. smash even Mendez or and Margaret Roby and yeah, hell yeah. Exactly. You know, what I mean, like oh like, yeah, yeah. Margaret Roby loves working with Will Smith. She's in all a lot of movies. With him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. She, yeah, she uh, so, I mean, so it's a good, they're a good, good little combo there. But I, I think she could really be, you know, damning him by if she wanted to, could say, about like, oh, he does all these things, you know, what I mean, like, and you know, but she doesn't. But who knows if he, you know, I'm sure he does these stuff, but or does these things, but she doesn't come out and say, so that you can give her credit for that. But I don't know, she just else, seems man. like she doesn't have a lot of respect for Will as far as like keeping like dirt off his name. Yeah, she thinks that she's she's doing a cleanup on aisle five, but really she's like spilling shit all down seven and eight at this point. <laughs> <laughs> she's, like, she's like, man, do you like realize that you are making your husband look like fucking stupid to the it world at this soft. point? Yeah, it just no, because yeah. did you see her face when she was talking about how she was separated for seven years? She was like smiling when she yeah. said it. I was like, why are you happy about? Telling people that you've been separated. First of all, if it's none of our business, why are you telling it? Mm-hmm. Because obviously, Will hasn't really been talking. I don't know. I don't know if anybody has read his book or listened to his book on audio. But it feels like he didn't really delve into that part. He did say that at some point they were separated, but he didn't say that they've been separated <laughs> since like 2016. Mm-hmm. Where the hell is he saying? So I feel like a lot of the, what their relationship is is so toxic and this feels like they're just doing fan service at this point. Like, if y'all yeah. not together, like, why are you showing up on red carpets arm in arm with him? Why are you at all his movie premieres? Like, why are y'all doing all this? Like, if you're going to be separated, you really have to let everybody know that y'all have nothing to do with each other. You live in separate lives. You're confusing us to this point confusing where you're trying to shit. put out this whole image of, like, you have this perfect marriage. But, like, looking at it now, y'all, y'all look really fucked up at this point. This is a really fucking weird relationship. I don't know if she just doesn't want to be married and she just want to she doesn't want a divorce because it feel like she failed but if you're separated for 7 years you really failed at this point yeah, right Yeah 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 that's it's no longer a thing I mean obviously you could do what you want at that point and it's hard to come back to that and be a normal family you know what I mean or, or be a successful family knowing that you were out doing whatever and you were out doing whatever that's hard to come back from cuz you will never let that down you know what I mean even if you tell me I can you know, I mean, I'm never gonna look at you the same. You know, I'm like, well, fuck. You know, I know you did stuff. I did stuff. We're not gonna look at each other the same. I think she used Will Smith to stay in the light. She needs to stay with him, or otherwise she would be nothing. She she doesn't have the movies to keep her in the limelight. You know, she doesn't have the cachet and uh, she doesn't have the the celebrity to keep her up there. So she still she needs, doesn't have the talent. Yeah, she doesn't That's have any talent. Blunt. Well, she has talent, but she doesn't have. That she, type of talent. Yeah. As far as like being an actress, if I'm being honest, Jada Pinkett is not that talented of an actress. I can't. I, I'm a big. I like Jada Pinkett. I I, I do think she. You is think talented. she's cool, but you think she's any closer to winning any kind of award no. for anything she's ever done? She's not that damn good. She makes Gabrielle. You look like fucking Meryl Streep. 
I think she's better than Gabrielle Union. That's not, yeah. That's not, it, no. And, yeah, my beloved Teresa Randall, God, uh, you still a good Teresa. I love you so much, Teresa. But she's, uh, there's a lot of black actresses that don't get the same shot as a lot of other races do. I, I, I try not to play that race card, but if you're trying to make it as a professional actor, male or female, the last thing you want to be is a black actress. So any actress, including Meryl Streep, uh, is going to be, it's, uh, you, you get more opportunities than Angela Bassett gets. As much as we all love Angela Bassett, more roles are going to be offered your way. Just like, uh, just like uh, with with the A list actors, will black actors have it tough? But if there's any movie that has a huge budget and need a lead actor, there are usually only about ten names on that list. They're going to try Leonardo DiCaprio. They're going to try Johnny Depp. Will Smith made it on to that list. It's very hard. Will Smith and Denzel Washington are the only black actors in our generation who have made it on that A-list actor list. So I'm not going to knock Jada Pinkett for not being on that A-list female because who else? What other black actress would you uh, – we all love um, – what's um, – I can think about five off Samaya the top of my Lathan. head. That's better. Sonia Lathan's awesome. She's awesome. Like is I, Rosario Dawson black? I mean, like I think, I think Jada. Yeah, Jada. Like I said, but Jada feels like leading role. No, though. Jada thinks she's Regina King. She's not. She's not. She's definitely not. Regina King has lapped her I, for like the past ten years. I think Jada has never gotten that right project to show that she can act. But even if she did get that low down, that, dirty shame. Like she does, like all these these hood classes that all that that we all love. But she hasn't. I don't think she has the the depth to go to that that place to actually get an, uh, an award for any acting that she's ever done. I don't think she's that damn good. That's that's my point. I I think she's been riding Will Smith's coattails to this Hollywood A list like circle, just being married to him. Because okay, I'm looking at it this I way: mean, what, Will what, without what, what, Jada would still be Will. Yeah, Jada would not be Jada if it wasn't for Will. No, I'm not going to say that. I, I would say she was. Both of them were breaking through in the acting department at around the same time in the early 90s. I mean, yeah, he had Fresh Prince of Ballet, or he was killing it on the TV scene, but... He started doing Bad Boys, and he started getting into the acting. He, he started getting into these big movies, but... He, he was, but, yeah, but they're not going to offer those big blockbuster roles to any female actress. So all those big blockbusters, these are all male-led roles. I mean, uh... Yeah, I mean, sure, she didn't get a chance to play Tina Turner like Angela Bassett did, but uh, she was still, uh, Menace to Society is absolutely one of my favorites. She did great work on there. I, I, I Her telling uh, Kane, don't, don't, I don't want my son out here doing drive-bys. She did fantastic work on there. Uh, her character in The Matrix was freaking sweet. I'm not, I'm not. I can argue that she only got that role because of Will Smith. I'm not gonna say that. Roy Jones Jr. popped up in the Matrix too. They were just throwing. <laughs> no, remember when Wilson was offered that role? That's a good point. I forgot about that. Yeah, for, and he turned that down for Wild Wild West. That might it, he possibly. probably put in a word in like, "Hey man, like, hey, like, like my wife can she can she fit into here, man? <laughs> like, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to get her out the house. Can you, can you help her brother out? She, she I, I thought she 
I have my issues with The Matrix 2 and 3. But Jada Pinkett Smith was not one of them. I thought her relationship with Lawrence Fishburne's character was one of the better parts of both those sequels. Absolutely. Her flying that ship in the third one, that was by far one of the highlights. That she, she, she's, she, I, I, I like her. I can see her doing that now. I'm picturing her in my mind. Like I forgot about all that. I've, I've yeah. never seen her. I've, any movie she's been in, I've never said she was bad. Set it off, she was awesome. She was awesome. She, that demon she was movie great. she had when she was Demon Knight. Yeah, was she was bad. awesome. Yeah. She was fucking yeah. yeah. She's she's great. Like her career in the early nineties, mm. uh, late nineties, early two thousand. Sure, she had like a pretty good run. But at that point, I think a lot of black actors had pretty good runs. But they all went it. They all went on to do better things. So what's the last thing Robin Givens has done? Robin Givens was had a start off way hotter Ooh. than Jada Pinkett. Okay. I can't stand she her. Just, I got hate her worse she than fell off Jada. Real bad. You, got me, you gave me a challenge. Can't stand but she'd be the, she would be the example of what Jada would look like if Will left her. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I believe that. Like Tyson left her, Robin Gibbons ain't done shit. I don't remember her in any damn thing. But these movies we were talking about these, set it off. This is before Will Smith. These, this, yeah. All these movies, this is before Will Queen. Smith. They were, yeah. yeah, Set it off. Minister Side, this is before her and Will Smith were a thing. She was just known for being Jada Pinkett. And yeah, that's still one of the uh, highlights of my childhood, going to see Low Down Dirty Shame with my dad. I've I mentioned this movie. There's only about five movies my dad did not say it was just all right. My dad, God bless him, he was he did some bad stuff in my childhood for sure. But when him and my mom were divorced, divorced, those movie weekends with him were special to me. And pretty much every movie we saw every Saturday, he was it was all right, it was all right, it was all right. But yeah, we walked out of Under Siege two and uh, Low Down Dirty Shame. Oh, I really enjoyed that. Oh, this was a great movie. I enjoyed the heck out of that. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that that means to me, and I, I was I felt the same way. I thought Jay Pinkett, but I will say I have came on board with you, with you both, because when this Chris Rock incident happened, y'all were Going burning, burn her at the stake, burning <laughs> her at the stake, and I was kind of d- defending her at that point. I was like, okay, yeah. it's obvious she's trying to grind an axe against Will Smith because it's obvious Will Smith's banging every A list actress out here, and she's trying to get back at him. But this is not the way to do it. How she, she's she's crossed the line with all this recent crap. I'm on board with you guys. She this is this is pettiness and bitterness at its extreme, and she ought to be ashamed of herself as a mother of her family to try to air out all this personal business between them. Yeah, does she not know the repercussions going to come of this of her constantly talking about this? Like Will was just trying to get his career back on track, mm-hmm. and here comes this damn book. And Will's on social media clapping for her book coming out and shit. Like, man, Will, sit the fuck down somewhere, know, man. man. Like, but why? After you slap somebody like that on on national TV, she should be very supportive of him. Not saying that we haven't been together, and you know, I thought this whole thing was a hoax. She said that that she didn't believe that it was real when he went. Up I there. didn't believe it at first either. She said I was she, watching that shit live. Right, I did. I thought it right. was a hoax. So she should. The fact that she's not supporting him or not standing like, hey, you know what? I'm not going to even say all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you should be very supportive of Will Smith for yeah, what he did. Yeah, then she put out that yeah. damn story, about that headline about Chris Rock asking her out. Yeah, that's... I, I was like, why the hell would you say that now? Right. Like, what does it have to do with any fucking thing? Like, like Chris probably thought the same thing we thought. Like, y'all was broken up a while ago, and he's like, all right, I'm going to try to shoot my shot. All right, fine. And then she also didn't put out there that Chris Rock tried to apologize to her 
the night of the Oscars when he made that joke. That never made it out to anybody they at that point. They did. She tried to say, like, that. yeah, Chris was trying to apologize to me, like, on the stage, like, while he was up there saying, like, I never met you no harm. Like, okay, now you're saying that in, the all, in all this shit that's been going on the past year or so? Like, now you're just now finally telling us that Chris Rock had the presence of mind and tried to apologize, but you're sitting over here acting all dumbfounded that, like, fucking Will Smith went up there and tried to smack Chris Rock in your honor? Oh, I never knew he called me wife. We don't use those terms anymore. I was like, why you want his arm? At all these red carpet events, it, it looks very confusing to all of us. It just doesn't make sense. She looks like she just hates Will Smith, and she just won't shut up at this point. It's making me sick. I think she's like representation of everything that's been wrong with like like toxic women in relationships, like gaslighting. Them she's the like, poster woman for that, right? Because obviously toxic Will Smith loves her unconditionally, but she just feels like she just... You would think that she would protect like his his image, his yeah. likeness, like his like his masculinity at this point. She's trying to take that away at this point. Because oh, yeah. he is like a poster child for simp at this point. I don't care. My wife already know. If you, you somebody gonna talk bad about me behind my back, you better defend me to their face. That's mm. how it's supposed to be in a relationship. Oh, yeah, like you're supposed sure. to like protect each other. Exactly. Like what at all costs. Even if they wrong at some points. If you know even if you know the person is wrong or your spouse is wrong, sometimes you just gotta say whatever you know, stand up for them. But especially yeah. when you're in the limelight, because I understand, me and my wife understand, we get married to become one, not two. We become one when we get married. That means, like, I represent you wherever I go. You represent me wherever I'm not. Like, that's how it has got to be. Like, you got to have my back at all at all costs wherever you go. Like, don't kick my back into your family. I won't kick your back into my family. Like, we're going to protect each other at all times. I don't feel like she's protecting Will at, at any turn that she's been in. She feel like she's, like, helping him. I was like, how are you helping him? Like, this looks terrible for him right now. Like, you're just making yourself trying to look good. You're trying to sell some books. You're throwing out some dirty little secrets that the family probably don't need to know about. And I know a lot of people that stay married just because, you know, the, the kids or whatever. Like, like when you stay married for that long, you just like, hey, I just want to – we just stay together because of the kids. Like, we don't want to bring up the family. But at this point, it's like – what, 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 like the kids are old at this point. Like they, they all moved on. They all live in like another house or whatever. Like, like their well, son's wearing a dress. He went from yeah. a Karate Kid to wearing a damn dress. <laughs> like he out here shame. doing shrooms and shit, man. Yeah. Just like going on like some kind of like adventure everywhere he go. Willow out here doing Will Shift trade. Like he like he's the only normal one. In don't the hear family. nothing about him. He yeah. just minded his own damn business. Like just out here just living life. And I feel like Jade is just. Whatever, she just won't move on. But I'm just going to say prayers to everybody involved, especially Will Smith. I, I forgave him a while ago, but I'm really starting to feel bad for this guy at this point. Because yeah. it, it, every time I see Jada, it's like she just doesn't love him enough to protect him. I will and, never defend her after this recent shit. I, I was I was trying my best. I was not on the same Jada hatred train that you guys were post-Chris Rock slap. I am fully on board that train now. What she's doing right now is an absolute disgrace. Absolute disgrace. It's obvious she has a big axe to grind, and she's trying to cash in and try to destroy this man as much as possible. It, it, it's, it's, it's a damn shame, actually. She is doing it. She is, as far as a book rollout, she's done, she, this is a master class of how you're going to roll out a book, because she definitely has everybody's attention at this point. I don't quite understand what's the end game to all this, but... It don't look good for Will at this point. I told you, man, the only way Will can like clean up his image, you have to leave Jada. And it's obvious that Will Smith messed up really bad somewhere in the past. Like, did but he she, mess up? Because if he did the same thing that she did, as far as like having like 
his entanglement with other people. It's like, like, what do you expect him to do? Y'all work together. That's what you're. That's the picture you're painting right now. That you guys yeah. work together. So you can't use that against him if you're going to fight fair. Well, right. if you're going to fight fair, I think that would led to the the entanglement shit in the first place. Yeah, it's she probably fact. caught Will Smith on some shit. Yeah, but the, the fact that you're uh, vindictive in that way by sleeping with your friend, your son's friend. That's as low as it gets. That is real low. Yeah, that's bad. And that you could have done that with any other celebrity or yeah, anybody you bang, met Jazzy at the club Jeff, or you met at, you met at Chick Fil A. No, nah, that's low. You don't you yeah. don't fuck the homies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody know you don't fuck right, the homies. Right, right. So I think I think she was just being vindictive, and she could have she could have caught him, and she could have been jealous. And she doesn't. He probably gets away with everything to her. Maybe you know what I mean in her mind. Like, ah, damn it, Will Smith is just this clean cut. Independence Day, you know, men in black, motherfucker, you know, yeah, but he's not doing reality right, right, shows. right. So she probably says, Well, you know, I, I have to do something, you know what I mean? And maybe she took it too far and but she keep aimed it low. Fine, yeah, uh, that, yeah. that's normal couple stuff, yeah. I've, I have, I'm, I've never been married, I, I want to be, I'm not, but even in relationships, I've went through that shit. And the girl would tell it to my face, Yeah, I did this, I did that, yep. Yep, I'm glad, I'm glad you saw that on my phone. That's yep. good. Like she's taking but, accountability. But she didn't. Yeah, she didn't go on Facebook. She didn't go on Facebook doing no, saying no shit like that. Like she kept the fight oh, in yeah. the house. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Oh, Ryan. Ryan got home at twelve oh one. I told him to be here at eleven thirty. I, I banged Tommy and Sean. That never happened. Uh, yeah, yeah, that never yeah, happened. Yeah, guys. this is all <laughs> hypothetical. All, 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 all so hypothetical. You, you. Your wife would hear just that part, skip through all of the other <laughs> stuff, and actually land right on that. What? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she like you did what? Like, babe, hypothetical. Hypo- hypothetical. My house would be on fire by the time I got there. <laughs> yeah. Lacey that, that burn, all your, <laughs> burn all your Michigan <laughs> gear. Hell yeah. Shit. <laughs> I promise that did not happen. Oh, I promise man. that I was very hypothetical. Very hypothetical. Yeah, but there is there is that's the rules of fighting fair. Mm-hmm. Like you keep the fight in house. Like as soon as you bring other people into a relationship, you're just giving them like a uh, permission to like critique like how y'all deal with y'all shit. That's what that's the whole point of me and my wife's like, we gonna keep it between us. I ain't but gonna that, say nothing to my mama, but, I ain't gonna say nothing to my sisters. I don't need them looking at you a certain way because this is our fight. Mm-hmm. Maybe is, she took the fact that it was an open relationship to the meaning is open. I'm gonna say whatever the hell I wanna say. Maybe. But because they, but they, Smith's not doing that. Yeah, he's not. He's She's, actually but, respecting her as much as he possibly can by not kicking her back in. She kicks his front in. I'm telling she gets. But that's all. I, I, that's so petty because that's all she has. Uh, I promise you. It, if we, let's say um, let's say we got a chance to bang any female actress that we could, oh, as I, much I, as I vouch for her acting credibility, Jada Pinkett is at the very bottom of that actress I want to bang list. Yeah, if we're being objective, she looks like a boy. I'm t- I'm telling you, yeah. I, I still remember uh, she like five foot two on a tall day. Uh, like, she's that, cute. That, she's not fine she, or sexy. She only looked cute. good in Lowdown yeah. Dirty Shame, in my opinion. She's cute to me. That, Lowdown yeah. Dirty Shame, that, that was it for me. That that's her, her time mom looked kind of good. Her mom looked better. I know her, her mom. Her, her, her mom's like she's a little bit of table talks. Yeah, same her, little short hair, look, whatever. Never saw her. Little short cut. Look just like her. You you definitely can't mistake them two from that. Nah, they, nah, nah, the mom, the, the mom bad. Yeah, On the opposite end of that spectrum, guys, if you ask females what male celebrity they would bang, or any actresses for that matter, matter Will Smith's going to be at the top of that list. I, I'm I saw Wild Wild West in the movie theater. 
and I walked out of the movie. This movie sucked. But I still remember that that white lady looking at that poster saying, man, I wish I could take this poster home. I could just wake up and say, oh, Will Smith. That was just one of those minor moments. Uh, She probably didn't even know I was looking at when she said that. Wait, so are you trying to say in a weird, twisted way that Jada's jealous of Will Smith? Yeah. That's not a weird, twisted way. A man is worth $400 million and every girl on the planet Earth is trying to fuck him? Mm -hmm. Yes. Fuck yeah, she is. Fuck and she's yes that's this is her way of getting back yes absolutely well she did say something in an interview a while ago that she well not her but Will kind of admitted that Jada sacrificed a lot for her career to take care of the family because Will was like the breadwinner at that point so I can kind of understand why there may be that angle that angle of jealousy I can understand that you kind of took a back seat because Will Smith was. He was ascending to be like one of the highest like paid actors of all time. He's he one of like, the biggest movie stars. He's like one of the of biggest box time. office stars that we've ever seen. Since so I moving understand. pictures were created, he is one of the most popular actors of all time. And I'm telling you that the last serious relationship I was in, I was getting sick of Will Smith just because my girl wanted to listen to him talk while she went to sleep. She would, she would, she would literally okay, sit that's there and. She loves. She fucking loves Will Smith's ass. Maybe there's some kind of little thing you got on Will Smith. You know, you got no. a little bit of hatred yourself. Not, here. It, it was we just, all have a Ryan Reynolds red table talk. It, it's just because his personality <laughs> yeah. is different than mine. No, not at all. Not at all. I, I just said I, as many times as I've seen uh, Bad Boys. There's no, I, 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 I root know. for Will Smith, yeah, especially for black actors. I, I I will never root against a black yeah. actor. Well, it's just his self righteousness. I want to. I'm not going to keep it real. I got, I'm going to, pre- but like Tommy mentioned, that's his job. He's an actor. Yeah, he, he has to present himself in good light. You want people I, to come get in those movies. and yeah, For sure. For sure. He doesn't want to end up like uh, Johnny Depp or Robert Downey Jr. in the nineties where yeah, that's fair. He, 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 he never put himself in that light, but yes, it was just the fact that I had to listen to his ass laying down next to my girlfriend I got to turn my phone up to full volume because I'm sick of hearing Will Smith and Denzel Washington give all these <laughs> inspirational damn talks while she's going to sleep. It, it was, it, but I digress. Okay, this is abs. Trust me, trust me. Every you, I, every single girl that we've ever met in our life, whether she's in her 20s right now, all the way up to a 60 year old, all of them would say yes. I will bang Will Smith. I, I, every girl on planet Earth would fuck Will Smith. There's very few people you could put in that well, category. Just take it a step further. Not just bang Will Smith. They want to be married to Will Smith because mm-hmm. he seems exactly. like he's such a genuinely nice guy. Exactly. But she doesn't seem like she's a genuinely nice person at all. They seem like complete opposites. They do. You've seen her punk rock band she's in? I know. It's so weird. The, like, she's really like been trying punk to. Make, metal band. It's like she's. All right, man. She, we just got to admit, like, Jada wouldn't have much of a career, like, if it wasn't for, like, Will Smith being around. Jada, she's on, like, some weird shit. Like, everybody in that family a, has shown their talent. Yeah, all that she, weird shit, I think that comes from Jada's side of the family, yes. She's. When I saw that, yeah, she's exposed herself with all this bullshit. She is the weirdo. Will Smith, he's just. He's a good guy, but he's just too self-righteous for my taste. But that's how he makes his money. That's how he makes his money. But, yeah, I, I, most of it, any movie he's been in, good or bad, he was never the problem. It, he's always made the movie better, 
and every documentary feature he does has been fantastic. There, he did a documentary. He was just overcoming all his fears. He wanted to, he walked up to a volcano, went skydiving. It was great. He did a, he did a science documentary. Where he was talking about the science of earth. I think it, the, the name of the show was actually called earth. He, he's great. He's a great narrator. He's a fucking movie star. The def look up movie star in the dictionary. Will Smith will be smiling back at you. He's the definition of a movie star. So it's a damn shame that his wife is trying to tarnish his legacy as much as possible right now. Yeah, that's what it seems I, like I, and yeah. she, she had plenty of chances to move past it, and she just keeps grinding that knife in deeper in his back. I'm on y'all's side now. To hell with Jada Pinkett. Yeah. I know. To hell with her ass. I feel like this whole like tour she's been on, she's like, I don't know if she was trying to aim to make herself more appealing to the masses, but I feel like people hate her more. Like this had the opposite effect of what I guess she was trying to aim for, but I don't see anybody liking her any more than what they did before this whole like book tour started. I don't know what the hell she's been doing, but she's like become like the most hateable woman in America, right after Amber yeah. Heard after that that Johnny Depp trial. Yeah, she really hasn't done shit since being in the Matrix for thirty minutes. Right. I told between you, she's two, don't between have two, to when you got a four hundred million dollars, exactly. you don't have to sit do your ass down yeah. and shut the fuck right, up. Right. She's talking about she living separately. It's like you can't afford to live separately. There is some jealousy. I I believe that there's some jealousy Big because time. because she has to do something. She has to be in the light somewhere. And these things she's saying right now in the last couple of months. This keeps her. People want to hear this. Like, oh, really? You you didn't? Y'all really wasn't together? What? And keep in mind, she was an actress. She was. She's an, an actress. actress. And no. so, and so if you hear your husband's banging but, all the hottest at Margaret Robbie, Eva Eva Mendez, Rosario Dawson, you you're hearing rumors that your husband is banging all the hot actors, getting more work, actresses getting more work than you mm-hmm. are. I, I can see her being that bit bitter about it. Oh yeah, super bitter. Yeah, I believe. I'm that. the mother of your kids. And you're out here banging Rosario Dawson on on a on a from the back, and it's so weird. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, hey, Tommy, yeah. edit that out, please. Yeah, I'm, but it's I'm uh, sorry. They, they 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 said they were in an open relationship, so neither one to me. I mean, the only thing that I can see is Will Smith being mad about about the son's friend. Other than that, I mean, they both said this. I remember in the documentary they said they were in an open relationship, and they had decided to, that that was okay. And so when you do that, she can't get mad that. That's what he's doing. You know yeah, what I mean? but yeah, and, and he can't get mad. But I would be offended if you you had my son's friend. You know, that's just a that, that's low down. Very exactly. Shame, the movie itself, for sure. You know? And there's, yeah, there's so, not. It's not yeah. like Shamar Moore was trying to right, bang Jada right. Pinkett, right? And, and so she she, could, she she could she can't she's she can't bang the A listers, right? And he'll never be Tupac. He'll never be that kind of no. He will not the gr- gritty gangster, you know, uh, West Coast. But there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But he'll never be that. And I think he's always trying to live up to that in a way. He's trying to make make her see him like she sees Tupac. I'll, you know what it, I mean? But if, if, you, if sense, you're banging yeah. Margaret Robbie and Rosario Dawson, I could give a damn. Yeah, and but keep in mind, I'm still above. Gr- but there's always, breathing. but there's always, you can have all that fun, but there's still that one woman that you want. You know what I mean? But I don't see want, that being Jada Pinkett. Uh, you don't know that though. He, I don't. He, he, he slapped the shit out of Chris Rock for a reason. You know what I mean? I'm not slapping nobody who I don't have for anybody who I don't care that much for. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm not it, doing that with Jada Pinkett. Kind of uh, peeled back some more onion layers there. Will Smith probably knew that Chris Rock tried to holler at her. That could be another thing, yeah. I, we didn't know that. But, yeah, but that was like a long time ago, though. Exactly. Ain't but, no way in hell he hold on to a grudge that damn long. 
Right. I would. I, 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 I do. I am somebody. I you really think that Chris Rock was the first dude to holler at Jada? No. But he smacked the wrong one. But that's the first. And keep in mind, the one he knew he could. Exactly. Exactly. That's what makes it so bad. Is the fact that it was Chris Rock that he smacked. So I don't want to get back in that. But I do. I'm. I'm kind of in the middle with that. With that smack. So yes, if if the Rock, Dwayne Johnson made that joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we already know that. Will Smith's not getting up on stage to smack. But at the other end of that spectrum. The Rock's not going to make that joke against somebody else's wife because I'm t- that was as far as that entire broadcast that was the lowest blow, joke wise. That was still make. that was still like a ticky tack little foul of a joke. It, it, I've seen I've heard worse. I've heard a lot worse. I've heard I think, worse. I think that she was just like in her feelings mm-hmm. at that moment, and I just feel like she just they both whatever were. she felt like Will must have felt that too, and he was like, oh they have, yeah. Yeah, because and yeah. then he just turned into Red Man. He's like, time for some action. Man. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, 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 get up for a second. I was like, all right, you do what you oh, want to do. You want to defend your Reggie. wife's honor, whatever. But it just it felt like it, it backfired so much. But yeah, let's just get off that because every time I bring her I, up, man, I feel like my soul is just dying. I got a, a trivia bit. for you guys that oh, I came up with damn. some Halloween stuff for you guys. Oh, oh shit! Yes, shit. Yes, Finally, some yes. trivia that I can participate. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna get ready for it here. Try to get. Um, I had it on my. List here. All right, this is going to be just a couple trivia questions for you both. Um, we'll start off with a good or easy one. Which film is credited with the notorious phrase, Do you like horror movies? Scream. Scream. That's it. Ryan Damn, got you didn't give me a chance to think. I'm sitting over here <laughs> chewing my lifesaver gummies. Shit. Uh, okay. This movie revolves. Uh, with a research team in Antarctica hunting by a shape of a shifting alien. The thing. The thing. Yeah, damn, damn, it. damn it. Sorry, sorry. How come every time I ask you to your question, you need like two minutes? <laughs> right, Ryan got it. All right, third one. In which horror film does the phrase, the power of Christ compels Exorcist. you? Exorcist. God damn it. You're making it too easy. I'll give you some easy ones off the bet. I'm going to start getting a little harder on you. I need to stop I'm, chewing. I'm, 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 I'm just going to shut up. Right. I'm going to let Tommy get this. No, no, no. So. You, if you know no, it, don't take it easy on me. I'm actually yeah. impressed that you can answer this so damn fast. This one's going to be harder. This one's going to be harder. I started with some easy ones. What was the 1953 horror film? Remake? Psycho. No, no. Sorry. See, that, you okay, said you going to shut up. Let me get to the question first. What was a 1953 horror film remade the in, thing. in 2005 with Paris Hilton in the lead road? The, ra- the Wax Museum? This is wax. Called, it's called Wax. The wa- House of Wax? House of Wax. House of Wax. House of oh, wax. Fuck. Fuck. Yep. House that, of Wax. See? Shut sh- the fuck I, up, I, I Ryan. Yeah, you're you're <laughs> right. See, damn all right. You're right. right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Here we keep going. Which classic horror film stars a serial killer dressed as William Shatner? Halloween. 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 Yeah, yeah, Halloween. House of Wax with Paris Hilton sucked, by the way. I didn't think it was that bad. It, it I, had some pretty good kills. My cousin it. Skeeter dude was in. Remember my cousin Skeeter? Yeah, he was. He was in the Coach Carter movie. Yeah, yeah, Coach Carter. That's not yeah. my light skin hero. He was in a My Wife and Kids, too. He was on a couple you episodes. Can't, if you wear blonde braids, you, yeah. uh, you fucking. All right. Shut up. What horror film used the following tagline? In space, no one can hear you scream. Oh, I know that. Oh, fuck. Tommy? Is that Deep Horizon? Uh, mm-hmm. Event Horizon? Oh, Hold that, on. Is it Alien? Alien. Don't, that was Alien? Alien, yep. Damn it. Alien, yep. 
Oh, damn. I didn't know that was a tagline. Oh, that was a pretty good one. Yeah. What is the highest grossing Stephen King adaption to this date? It. It. 2017 remake of It. What horror film of George George's Mielis, I don't know if I said his right name right, is commonly regarded as the world's first horror film? George, Ryan, you got this it's, one. It's like a French name. I'll give you guys a pass. I don't know this one. I never even heard of it. But Lore Menor Diable? I have never heard of that. That was a hard one. That, that was, was the first horror before film? Before yeah. Nas... Um, what, what horror film of this guy come regarded as the world's first horror film? Yeah. All right. What year did that come out? Uh, I didn't say. It doesn't say what year it came out. It just says a name like a French name. Huh. Uh, what television series is based on a concept of an unproduced episode of the X-Files? Wait, repeat that question. Yeah. Which, what television series is based on a concept for an unproduced episode of the X-Files? Television series. An unproduced episode of X-Files. Yeah. Uh, I know they did a cops riff, but they that actually that was an actual all, episode though. It was all horror. It's horror related, so it's gonna be horror. Is it fringe? What uh, I'm gonna give you some hints. Yeah. Um in this movie they they have like uh, uh visions of stuff that hasn't happened. So it's all premonition stuff? Yeah, it, but it's a horror movie that everybody knows. You have a the person has a vision of something that happens but hadn't happened. Final yet. destination. Final destination, yeah. What? Yeah, that's what it says here. Oh, I was thinking about that old Sandra Bullock movie where she had a premonition and I thought oh, that yeah. was gonna be it. I can't remember the name of it, but yeah. All right, we'll keep going. That. We'll keep going. Um all right, next one. When Carrie takes the stage after her election as prom queen, bullies douse her in what animal? Pig blood. Pig. You got it. What film was a what film was a Quiet Place initially intended to be a sequel to? What? Ooh, that's oh, a good one. That's a damn good one. Hold on, War of the Worlds. Nope. Was, a good sh- one that me and you seen in the theater. And War it had, of the and, Worlds? and I'll give you a hint. There's three of them so far. Three of these movies we've seen. I give you the question. A question again. What film was a Quiet Place initially intended to be a sequel to? It's better not be that found footage movie. <coughs> um, and the sequel had John Goodman in it. You right. about Cloverfield. Cloverfield. Clover, I cannot Cloverfield. think of the name of that. All right, I got a couple more for you. The shitty aliens. Yeah, that alien movie was it. Aliens. Oh, I'm saying the aliens look shitty. Oh, okay. In both movies, I'm sorry. What is the actual name of Pinhead? In the Clive Barker original novel, The Hellbound Heart. There is no way in hell. I don't know this one. Uh, I'm tapping out. Hell Priest. That was a hard one. They're getting a little harder. Okay. In the original, A Nightmare on Elm Street, what is Nancy's Elm Elm Street address? Oh, fuck, Sean. That is, that pisses me. I should know that. That pisses me off, Sean. It's something, something Elm Street. Damn it. Damn. I'm ashamed of myself for not remembering that. <laughs> I should know this one. This is my movie. Yeah. It's a four digit. I give you that. That's a not going to that be didn't a lot help. of help. It's four digits. That's I'm not going to be playing the lottery at this point. I'm just going to park calling out numbers. Uh, you ready to give me the I'll give you the answer. I should have stayed sober in my 20s. <laughs> 1428 Elm Street. That was a good question, Sean. Okay. That was a great question. Damn. All right. You stumped me on that last one. Sorry, guys. Which horror film 
his tagline is, we dare you to say his name five times. Candyman. Candyman. Damn it. Okay. All right. A couple more, guys. In which film did Annabelle Dahl make her debut? Conjuring. Come Conjuring. on. Come on. I'm show. just reading these down the list. What is the name of the camp where Jason Voorhees Crystal Lake. Lake? Crystal Lake. Who got that one? Tommy, I think Tommy got one. What was a 20th century's first American horror film? Nosferatu. Think on that line, though, of known monsters. Frankenstein? Frankenstein. Really? Yeah, yeah. That came from Nosferatu? Yep. Yeah. All right. I got three more. What is the actual name? What is... Okay, what is the actual name of the Chucky of Chucky in Child's Play? What is his real name? Charles Love. Um, oh. Fuck, I can't. I can never remember Charles his name. E. Charles <laughs> E. Something. It's Charles something. You got Charles right. Charles Lee Ray was his Lee name. Ray. Fuck. Yep. What was Jason's original name on Friday the Thirteenth? It's not Voorhees. Jason Voorhees. Mm-mm. This one I didn't know. I give you this one. His name was Josh. That was what. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Which horror film franchise is the longest running? Halloween. Is that horror franchise is the longest running? What came out before that? The Exorcist. No. Longest running horror film franchise. Huh. I mean, Psycho came out in the 60s. Yeah. How many Frankenstein movies have there been? <laughs> that might it's be a, it. It's a known one. It's a known one. The one that I had on my list of my fantasy. Really? Yeah. It's a known one. Just think of some of the... <clears throat> I'm thinking... Alien came out in the 70s, didn't it? Yeah. No. This one has the longest run. Well, Halloween apparently. came out in the 70s, too. Yes, it did. Who's uh, who's on that icon list? You Freddy Krueger? We got nope. Freddy, we got Jason. Jason, the- Friday the 13th is the longest running horror. Really? Yeah. I, we just got an Exorcist sequel, though. Exorcist I, I, I don't know, but it hasn't been, but maybe five of those. Unless, I don't know. Unless okay. Exorcist came out before. I think movie. it means longest running as far as from when it came out to the last so one. Maybe. Number of movies made. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, gotcha. I, I got one more, and we can, we can end it with that. Um, um, okay, what's Okay, what iconic horror film was dubbed The Babysitter Murders at one point? Halloween? Halloween. Man, you he was it. killing babysitters. Yeah, man. yeah. You got it. That's it. Nice, nice, Sean. Yeah. I, I, I love you and Tommy surprises on this show. <laughs> yeah, y'all special I'm surprised episodes. you answer so fucking good. What the hell yeah. are you trying to prove over here? I, put some, I knew it was some easy ones, but I didn't want to give real hard ones. So I'm surprised it was clicking. Sean was just naming stuff that clicked. Right. Yeah, you... you for You're, somebody Tommy, who you stump me a lot. Yeah, For somebody who was who was constantly late on every damn thing he does in life, <laughs> you were real early yeah. answering those I questions. I didn't even get through the question yet. <laughs> what was Halloween? <laughs> like Ryan is actually early. Like, oh, what yeah. the fuck is going on? All right, I see what you was who doing. Got killed in this movie. Scream! <laughs> they kill a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> it was just funny. Oh, damn, that could be any horror movie. Oh yeah, yeah. it caught up to me. Uh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Tommy. No, sorry. that was like uh, I was. I was. <laughs> Impressed and kind of pissed. I'm like, all right, so you can be on time. All right, I see what you're we doing need over those here. Buttons like in Family Feud. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, hold on, I even finished what I said. <laughs> Sorry, that, that, that Sorry was, that was impressive. That Let's, was very impressive. Good, all right, now good since, we, 
Now, since we got a few minutes of being goofy, can we can we do a quick dive on this whole women's like first date list? Because it did disrupt my soul a little bit when that I saw that. Me that has to be some bougie people. Now, movies I can see because you can't talk. Not on the first date. Even though I have done it, I usually will sneak a meal in there and then take them to the movies. But I'm super slick. I'll take you to a place that's close to my house. So <laughs> nice. if I know the movie theater is one another is closer, I'll I can, take I have to learn, Sean. Yeah. I'm writing, let me write some of this stuff so down. So that when you're in the night and you're walking in the parking lot with him, he goes, what you about to do? And she's like, oh, I ain't got nothing. Well, I just live right, right there. You know, I just live right across the street or I just live right down the street. I've been using that one for years. Genius. Yeah, man. Genius level work You take them close to where you live. You don't got to take them. I mean, they ain't got to be right across the street or next door, but take them close, especially if you know they're, like, not ready to end the night. And even if they say, well, you know, I don't usually go back to people's house. I'm like, oh, it's no big deal, you know. Just going to watch a movie. And they'll be like, what movie? And then I'll be like, let's watch something good, scary or something. I guess I'll just follow you, I guess. I'm like, yes. (laughs) It's <laughs> not like you fishing. You've been fishing all your oh, yeah, life. Yeah, that's right. This is some bait. Master but, fisherman. Yeah, here. but some of these women are super bougie, and they'll they'll tell you. I've had some girls tell me that they didn't want to go to the movies, or they didn't want to. Where are we going to eat? What kind of place we're going to eat? You know, what I mean, they. Patrice said it. Patrice O'Neill said it one time. Women, f you like you f them, but in different ways. He was saying that they can F you by making you take them out. That's them fucking you in a way. And I'm sorry for my language. Us, we just want to get you in bed. The more dates they make you take them is them effing you. You see what I'm saying? Like the more more money you spend because we don't want to weep. Men is time. It's about time. We want to get you in a matter of time. We want to get you quicker. Women want to spread the time out. They don't want to get caught like that. They want you to work for it. And some you will want you want to, but he he said it and it was very. Is I can recognize that, but I'm not saying it happens in all occasions. But the more you have to spend in a woman's mind is 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 meaning you you you're you're di- you're digging deeper. You're trying to get to know her. You're trying to do more. But us, we want to do it in less time. The the quicker the better. Sometimes you know what I mean we're trying to get you straight through the point. All right, let's go to the movies, dinner, whatever that is, and then get you you know. Where we want to get you, you know what I mean? So they know that, so they make us take them on a second, third, fourth date. You know what I mean? Like I'm not saying that that. happens it, in all occasions. Believe but. it or not, I've, I've said some pretty filthy things to you guys in private, <laughs> as well as on this podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy you admit to uh, this. Sorry, but sometimes uh, that anticipation just makes it better. I, I do like those first dates, getting it, sitting there talking. And that that makes that's that's. Even if I don't get laid the first night, that's still more satisfying than uh, getting offered a blowjob at Club V in the bathroom. Uh, it's just, <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, it it's happens. It, it happens. Has happened, yeah, and, yeah. And, and believe me, I'm not Will Smith, so I know other dudes are getting stuff sucked in the, in the bathroom there, Club V. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, if go out on a date or two and the build up to the romance at the end of the night mm-hmm. that that's that's a lot better than um going to the back seat of my car leaving the club i i, I will say that okay can i get us go through this list real yeah, quick of what sorry. they said they, <laughs> sorry i'm sorry you, you live an interesting life like this list was actually kind of crazy some of it makes sense some of it was kind of like are you sure 
You want to take this off the list? So, so number one was Cheesecake Factory. Do you think this list was inspired by that that video where the girl was complaining about her first date offering to take her to the Cheesecake Oh, yeah, cheesecake? I absolutely do. Okay. okay. Have you guys seen that video? I've seen it once, and I was like, I rolled my eyes. And it, I just went on It's infuriating. That's a, a good bitch. place to go. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, Great first place off, to Cheesecake go. Factory is amazing. Bomb. So, like, like, like fuck you if you don't like that. Like, number two was Applebee's. I, I understand that one. Chili's. Along with that one, Chipotle, Olive Garden, like when they got Olive to Garden, the, yeah, Olive Garden. My my wife loves Olive Garden, so I yeah. I don't knock that one. If so. I don't get no ass and I buy you Chipotle, we're not getting a second date. What? Uh, Chipotle is not up there. Hey, Chipotle. I, I fucking love Chipotle. Chipotle is not on that. I take you on a date place. That's but like I'm a. Saying, that's like brunch. All right. If, yeah. you're, if you're Halle Berry, I understand. No. All, right. Right. all right. And that's also think about context. We're thinking about it at our age. Yeah. I have no idea what okay, kind of, okay. what, what a budget of a young man is in these days. <laughs> I, have no, I have no good idea. Point, so Tom. if you're talking about somebody that's like 30 and above, like, yeah, maybe this list does make a little bit more sense. But when you're a young man, 25 and younger, this list is kind of crazy. You, you're taking out a lot of options for a man who's trying to get his footing. A very good point, Tom. So this is mm-hmm. this is kind of crazy. So like the one where I saw it, I was like, all right, I, I kind of got to get into this one. When they said the movies, when did the movies not become like – if not a first date, I can understand, but it's still a good date a good location. Date. It's a good date, but not the first date. First date, I, I, I yeah. kind of understand. Yeah. That's why I had to yeah. walk it back because I, I was looking at it infuriated yeah. with the list. I was like, the movies, I understand because you want to talk and you want right. to socialize a little mm-hmm. bit. And then they said right underneath that, your house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Netflix and chill, baby. Okay. Some girls are, are, are accepting that. Uh, hey. Like, if you want to cook for you. Yeah. Or something like that. You want to come over, like he make well, you a little dinner. They're smart though. They know coming to the house is bad news. They know off the rip. You know, what I mean, like anytime you say, "Well, I, I, you will lose a, a girl that you like if you say, let 'Let's go back to my house.' You're right. not going to want to. All right, yeah. equally, yeah. I can say you're going to lose a good man. You will expect me to take you to Roof Chris. Oh yeah, yeah. You're not getting me to take you. To Roof I Chris. ain't spending two hundred dollars, and you, your credit score ain't even above five hundred. <laughs> exactly. Let's say like something yeah, like, like Tyson uh, take like Sapporo, which is like a hibachi. That's something you could take some a woman. That's as, a great first date. Yeah, that's a great absolutely. First date. And I uh, going back to what Tommy said, uh, it clicked. That was one of the more brilliant, funny jokes that Chris Rock said in all of his standups. Most women know who they're going to fuck the first time they meet a guy. That's the difference between guys and girls. As soon as a woman's shaking your hand in her head, she's thinking, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna fuck him." That's, that's even worse with us, though. I, I already envisioned this. I, it's already happened in my head before we... A, a, you know agree, what I'm saying? Like, but for women, they feel that they know damn well it's way easier to get the sex they want than it is for us. Yeah. They... Uh, girls... It's... Girls can... Who de- said this? It's a comedian who said this. He said, women use sex to get to feelings, and men use feelings to get to sex. Pretty you know brilliant. what I'm saying? Like, it, I brilliant. can't remember who said it. it might have been Patrice O'Neill. That's it, brilliant. Yeah, it's 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 true because it's we will pretend to be something. So when I take you on a date, and sometimes they know, like, okay, this is not going to work, but then I still end up paying. You see what I'm saying? Like, they already know. They wait till they get home and text. You know, it was nice meeting you, but I just think they have different outlooks on life. I just paid one hundred and fifteen dollars. Goddamn it! <laughs> we better have the same outlook on life. You know what I mean? Like, you know, what I'm saying like they know, like you said, they do know. You know, what I mean, well, in our mind, we know like we don't want to say it sometimes, but we know we just it's probably just going to be something that you mess around with. 
you have categories. Like, this girl is better. I know I'm going to take her out. I'm going to do more with her. This girl, uh, I don't like her like that, but I can hang out. I can, you know, sleep with Girls her. Girls pick whatever. up on that, too. Oh, they do pick up on that. They know if you're, if you're just trying to bang them and leave them, and they can tell mm. if, if you're thinking long term. Um, Yeah, and and that that's a double-edged sword. It is. You guys, yeah. some girls just want to. All right, hold on. Let me finish this. List. Sorry, <laughs> we're gonna chop this up really quick. <laughs> Thank All you, right, they, and they, they said any fast food chain, Buffalo Wild Wings, Wingstop, Red Lobster, a buffet. You better not put. They put Red Lobster on that list. They, they did. No cheddar biscuits for you. All oh. right. <laughs> <laughs> a Red buffet. Yeah. IHOP, Denny's, the gym, church, Starbucks, coffee dates in general. Ice cream dates, like family functions, which is crazy. That ain't no first date for anybody. Uh, movie night, which that, that's the next edition. Chill, mm-hmm. Hulu, and all that stuff. Somewhere that requires a long drive is nuts. That's but creepy. That that yeah. does sound creepy. Yeah. Like, where the hell y'all going? Unless you're going, <laughs> unless you're going to a that winery, is that is kind of weird. Or the casino. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they put they put bowling, nightclubs, hoop bowling's bar. a great date. Bowling is an awesome date. A, oh hell yeah, yeah a that's bar a great just date. for drinks. That's a great date. A great date. Waffle House, but and sports events. A couple of those are insinuating a, th- a few things. Some of them are insinuating that you just want to be friends, and then they don't like that feeling because you don't you're not taking it serious. So I could see bowling as being like friendly, you know what I mean? Like you, it's it, a well lit place. It you is, feel safe, but it's fun and it's not like an intimate setting. You yeah, bowling yeah. has got to be I top three. I don't know who you've been bowling with, but every woman I've been bowling with needs some help. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's very Ooh, intimate. That, but it, you might be on something there. Yeah, it's a lot of innuendo. Let me yeah. let me show you how girls to usually ball, offer. Girl. <laughs> girls offer that more so than me. What that's usually one of the first things that come up in all mm-hmm. my dating history when I say you pick where we're going. Bowling pops up a lot. Now, um, that's bl- interesting. Well, a rule th- against that, don't let them pick. They want you to pick. They They're trying want- to figure you yeah, out. Yeah, they want to see what you got. They don't want to come up with any ideas on this. Okay. They want to okay. get dressed up. I'm not saying that that doesn't work all the time. I'm saying it might. Do- it might- In my experiences, they want me to come up with They don't want to say, well, yeah, you know, let's go this way. Like, they want to see. That like, way they can have something to be excited about on Friday. Oh man, Sean, take me to Sapporo. We're gonna go to a movie. You've yeah, had you're, you're trying to impress out. them. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. And now, it's like an interview each time. It's an interview. That, that's, yeah. that's a very good point. And just yeah. like an interview, you're not meeting like the real person on the first on the first meet. You're meeting the representative. Yeah, of that. right. And True. also, just as the married man of this trio, mm-hmm. I want y'all to know my first date with my wife was at Buffalo Wild Wings, and we're still married. Yeah, not bad at all. I Not took her to all. Buffalo Wild Wings. I went and got the blazing trying to impress her. <laughs> I ended up crying. Like, my face was licking all the liquids out of my damn head. <laughs> my wife was like, like she was impressed and she was kind of embarrassed for me. And she felt so bad she gave me a second date. At least that's the story that she tells my kids. Did you pick the location? Or did she? I, I picked the location. Huh. I picked the location. You, you, got, no you got lucky with that one. I, I got, I, so I, I, I may be the anomaly, but I want to say for somebody that's married, that was my first day choice, and it worked out perfectly fine on my on my end. Right, but you were young too. Oh yeah, yeah I was so, like I was you, like early twenties. I didn't have yeah. no money to go to no damn hibachi right. grill or yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like I'm balling on a budget right now, so you need to chill out, mm-hmm. like lower your expectations. And if I want to give y'all a tip for all you men out there, like if you want to use this climate like to your advantage, 
go date a feminist. Make her pay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they want equal rights and everything. Like, equal rights that, my ass. You got a checkbook too. Like, come yeah. on Until that debit card or until that bill comes, they don't want to have equal rights. Oh, anymore. yeah. As soon as that but bill comes, I'm pointing <laughs> to the waiter's like, sliding on that side of the table. <laughs> like, she a feminist. And like, she got money you, too. That's another thing they will take against you. If you say, hey, you better not say, let's pay separate. They don't want to hear that. They don't oh. want that. Kills them. Unless the woman is used to dudes not doing anything for them, then they might be okay. But if a girl thinks that this is all, if you ask a girl out, you have to pay. That's the rule. Whoever That's the asks rule. who out first, yeah. you have to pay for it. But the even in some occasion, if they ask you, they kind of still want you to pay or at least pay your part. And then they're going to look at you funny for doing that. Do you just, know that girls out here in the dating field, yeah. they go to bars with the expectation of getting free drinks, getting free drinks from guys hitting on, and them. we can't do that. We Y'all can't already have, get yeah. shout free. Out, shout out to my to my, like. Have you guys actually had uh, friends that are girls? Like literally, oh yeah, just like like platonic friends. They give you, yes, yeah, they yes. give you yeah. They give you some great inside scoops. Oh man, they you give couldn't some great go right scoops. now and sit at let's say a bar. You couldn't go to O'Reilly's and sit there. And and not have no money and get drinks all night. They'll kick your ass out they're of there. Serious. A fine Our black woman, asses yeah, would get kicked the fuck out of there. Get, yeah, they'll hit us with a bat and push us <laughs> out there. You know what I mean? Like they'll kick us out. Like, but a fine woman can go and sit there and just look miserable, or just sit there and be flirty with the guy, and she can drink all night long and not go home with any of not these guys. Pay as a dime. Yeah, not pay a dime. You know what I mean? So so they have they have advantages, but to sit there and come up with lists. As if they're, you know, these things are not at all acceptable. There's a few acceptable things on that list that you could take. Bowling is one of them, even though I, I still, Applebee's. Some girls think they're better than that. They don't think Applebee's. Applebee's is kind of on the list of the lower end that you can get to like for I 25. Said, that's why I'm just thinking, like, yeah. this list has to be broken down on, like, the age range. Yeah. It yeah. definitely does. 18 to 25, that's perfectly fine. You should be yeah. broke at that point. Exactly. You should have my kind of money. No, no offense to everybody else. I worked hard to get where I am. But if you can afford like a bocce grill or taking the roost Chris yeah. on a first date, man, God bless you. Go ahead and do it. But good God Almighty, well, what man. What if I could? But the no, bread pudding is not that damn good. That's all I'm going to say, man. Y'all need to go out Chris, there. Don't go out. Don't pudding. go out. Yeah. The bread pudding out there is fucking fire. But yeah. I on a first date, I don't know if I would have done that on the first date. Because you set the expectations you of are. what you can do yeah. for them on a regular yeah. basis. You're yeah, you telling are. them, like, this yeah. is what I can bring to the table. I can bring you here. We can eat here. We can eat good yeah, all the time. It's you, almost like you really got McDonald's money. Right. You can't go to Steak and Shake next weekend if you took them to Roof Chris. You see what I'm saying? Like, they expect. Like, yeah. That, like, yeah. once you yeah. build up the relationship, yeah. you can kind of, like, lower your expectations. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, man, I'm really just a simple girl. I just want to go to a, tacos, a taco truck or something like that. Like walk the uh, city with you. Like maybe you'll get to that point, but if you're trying to impress them with that, maybe that's not the girl you want to be with. Or, or she expects that going forward. And yeah. That's not, yeah, I can see trying to impress them going over your means for the first date. Why is it but, always broke women that come up with these expensive lists? Yeah, yeah. Exa- exactly. It, I guarantee they're using their beauty. unless Halle Berry or, or Wonder Woman made this list, <laughs> it's not acceptable. Yeah. Well, we ain't all dating Halle Berry or Wonder Woman. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yeah. Like, like Ryan. Like, all right, no, all right. I'm sorry. You single out here. Shut up, Sean. Like, mm. what was your first date with Lacey? What did I that took look it like? To Sapporo, and then Damn, she still Sean. was mad because I didn't talk to her enough at Sapporo because I was entertained by the chef dude. He was <laughs> for real. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he was doing all kind of tricks and shit. Like, was, oh shit, he caught the onion oh, behind him. And shit. He was throwing it up, catching it. Like this dude is dope. Like. So, 
But she, that is awesome. Show. But it was still, you know, it was a good time. But in her mind, I didn't speak enough because I was looking at him the whole time. He kept make, talking to me and doing tricks and shit. You know what I mean? So, so you you kind of, you do get involved with that vibe like you're shy like when you first be able you got to like warm up to somebody. So I can kind of understand that. Yeah, I uh, and that it is because you're there for a show a right, little bit. Right, right, right. I I can I, that you're depends. at a table with like four or five yeah, other people. Yeah, so it's yeah. not that intimate as you right. try to make it out to be. And there was a dude, I remember this dude across from him on the other side of it cuz when you sit you sit in like a a square and this dude was just looking at me, like looking at her, looking at me, like how the hell are y'all two together, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like this is a weird dynamic. It was almost because I guess we wasn't talking enough. I don't know, but I I can I can usually lead. You know, what I mean, it, it just was that was something that was in my face. He was blowing up flames and shit. You know, what I mean, it was just right. <laughs> you know, what I mean, it was just right there. You know, what I mean, I couldn't help but be attracted to that. You know, what I mean, so yeah. So she was hating on me for that. But we go to casas. Or we'll go to Culver's, or we'll you know we do different things. You know what I mean? How and is Culver's? I still have yet to go there. How is Culver's? The butter burger. It, it's pretty good. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Mm-hmm. That's it is, a it bucket is, list. It is pretty damn good. Yeah. It's pretty damn good. But but yeah, once I learned my wife, my wife isn't <laughs> into that that fast stuff. She wants to go out there every once in a great mm-hmm. while. But that's not the standard of a woman that you're actually going to marry. Like if that's what she expects. You're boxing above your weight limit at that yeah, point. Man, yeah, man. You, like, yeah. like you're not in the same weight class yeah, at that point. Yeah. Like, 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 stay, stay in your lanes. Like, stay within your means. Like, and set expectations of not what you can bring to them, but what you can constantly like set a tone for. <clears throat> like this list right here was just ridiculous because it's like these women out here they are not worth the list that they're trying to put mm. out. Like you got a shitty ass credit score. You girl, still live in an apartment. They got right miles now. on them. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> You don't know what the skeletons they got, how many dudes have been with them, and they got 15 kids and shit. Like, you, once you have all these different baby daddies on there, you're going to start dropping this ex- expectations here. You, you just want I mean? them to have exactly. a job. Right, right. You know point. what I mean? Like, yeah, just, you just want to meet somebody who's going to be equal. Like, all right, you see them as an equal, you know what I mean? And But there's categories, like you said, like, I do, I've done this where you just like, ah, I know I'm not going to do nothing exceptional with her or nothing crazy, but... We can be friends, and by being friends, what it means we just sleep together, you know. I mean, like, and some women will will be okay with that because they probably feel the same, you know. So, but that list is ridiculous. That ridiculous. Is, yeah, ridiculous. Like, this is the kind of list that's made by a woman who drives a Hyundai with no front bumper, yeah. <laughs> or, because, or the Queen of England. Yeah, millionaire expectations here. I was like, garden. what do you expect? You want a good father figure that has yeah. a good job? Like, if you need to eat like this on a first date. Like you better be one spectacular woman, but everybody ain't th- everybody out there ain't Meghan Markle. That's all I'm saying. Oh, you ain't about to be no damn I've princess. heard women that look good tell me that dudes don't even take them on dates. You know what I mean? Like they don't even go. I remember this girl I had took on a date one time. She's like, I can't remember the last time I went on. She was gravy to me. She, I can't remember the last time I went on a date. I can't remember the last time anybody's asked me to actually go on a date. Like God, dog. This is bad, you know. Well, I mean, that's a sad thing, you know. Right I mean? there. So they do have some reason. They built resentment <coughs> towards it, you know. They'll go on their girlfriend trips. You see a bunch of girls hanging out, you know. Sometimes all those girls they they hate on other girls, you know. What I mean, they hate on women who have things together because they go out with each other because that's all they got is their girlfriends. They don't have any husbands and boyfriends. Yeah, when they go out know? dressed like that, they yeah. want to get hit on. Yeah, which is scary. That's the scariest thing to me is a group of girls. Yeah, I, oh, I, man. Yeah, that's a I feel like a lion. I'm trying to catch that lonely one that's at the <laughs> end and pull her away from the pack. You know what I mean? I, but as soon as you do, it's like, what's your name? What you doing with, with Cindy? Oh, God damn it. What they, are you doing? Yeah. If a girl hits on, if a girl 
flirts with you in front of her friends. She like you're, yeah. you're banging. You're, mm-hmm. you're that's a guaranteed bang. Now I, she could be drunk. You know they they'll step in like offensive linemen and try to block you. You know what I mean? But you know <laughs> it's, yeah, like you know you, you got it's. I don't do that no more. But you know what I mean like. <laughs> Sometimes it's just a situation. Sometimes I have banged every single girl who flirted with me in front of their friends. They all got banged. One thing too. Sometimes the woman who likes you, you don't always like them back. It's the girl girl that you're pushing for that gives you the runaround. You see what I'm saying? That's called the rules of attraction. It is. It is. So the girl that you like, you you gotta take her to Roof Chris and stuff because you think that's what it takes. The girl who likes you and you don't like her, she she'll go to Steak and Shake. She'll go to Culver's. She'll go bowling because that's all she expects. Mm-hmm. That's all she really wants. The other girl, you got to take her to the Bahamas and Roof Chris and Las Vegas and shit. Yeah, you got to you know use that I mean? passport. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> so they have to be exceptional. They have to put that on Instagram that we're in some place that you can't go or normal people can't go or people on a lower totem pole can't go. But to have a list like that, that's ridiculous. And I bet there are women who think that way. Yeah, now keep in mind Selma Hayek. She's married to a billionaire. I can see her making that kind of list. But no, if if you're uh, living off child support and food stamps, and you can't make a list like that and say Red Lobster is a bad first date. That's horrible. That you, you that's that's fucking ridiculous. That's where I that is ridiculous. I love Red Lobster. I fucking love, love Red Lobster. Yeah, yeah. Olive Garden. Matter of fact, it's a deal breaker. If if I go on it, if we're talking about our favorite restaurants, and you say I don't like Olive Garden that much. Well, you're not the one. Right. Maybe, I, maybe I'll hit once or twice, but we're not getting married. <laughs> That's a deal yeah. breaker for me. All right. Well, since y'all brought it there, like Ryan, where would you be? Where would your first do- first date location be? First date location. Because I got I, mine. I, I want to know how you think. I mean, how I think I would love to take a first <clears throat> date to Ruth Chris. I, I would. I would want to go to a fancy restaurant, but. That's out of my means. So that, that's not going to be first date territory for you. Yeah, we can go to Ruth Chris first night, but uh, yeah. Um, they will be a second date for it. Exactly. Yeah, the bank's going to come take <laughs> right. my car or some shit. Uh, you got to get so, an Uber home. <laughs> got to take the bus there and shit. You got to do like with uh, Dave Chappelle did and steal the money out of the homeless man cup. You know what I mean? So. That, that, I, I, honestly, I just, I just hit on it. I would. First date for me, it's going out to eat somewhere reasonably priced like the Olive Garden, and then a movie afterwards, and then we make our own movie after we leave the movie okay. at home. Okay. That, that'll be okay. that, that's the perfect date. Doesn't happen rarely, but I do like those. I love movie dates. I fucking love movie dates, and I do think the internet and the streaming era has kind of ruined that. Yeah. And why they put movies on that list is because there's so much entertainment that we have at our fingertips now. It's kind of um, degraded the specialness of going to a movie theater. That's true. Because there's so much entertainment that we can watch on our phone, TV, or computer. So, yeah. Dinner, movie, sex. Perfect first date. Sean? I don't think you want to have... Well, you can, but... If you went to, uh, yeah, If she's uh, into it, yeah. God sometimes bless. if it's sex on the first date, I kind of get a little... I don't know. It's like a little trick I use. You know what I mean? Not to say that it's a tricky world, but... I don't want to do the... Wait a minute. Are you saying you're being stingy with your dick? Is that what you're trying to say? No, well, P-Knuckle time is... Sorry, uh, sorry. Tommy, sorry, listeners. P-Knuckle? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. But if I if I can get you on the first date, then I, I look at it like, 
all right now it's not a uh like the word it, 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 not, it, was, it was a little it was bit too, too, easy. too easy. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm okay either way. I'm okay either right. way. If, I want to work for it. If I'm going to be honest, with. I like you in that way. Now, if it, if it's just a girl, I already can tell this is not going to be a good match, and she's still willing to come back to my house. Then you know, then I'm going to use every advantage I got. I'm pulling out all the playbooks. You know, all this, all the things I got. Put a movie on that I've seen already, so I can not pay attention to it. You see what I'm saying? Like, so you know what I'm saying? All the <laughs> That's what I'm tricks, talking about. All the little tricks and trades that I use. And I, I would say like Sapporo or something like that, where I know that I can afford it, and it's still something that's a little more extravagant. A place that you gotta make a reservation, something like that, where they see that you've made some kind of effort into it. Like, oh damn, this is this is you know, ain't, ain't bad. Or a or a walk or something after that. It always gotta be a movie. If it's nice out. Ask her if she wants to go on a walk or something like that. that that's yeah. a great because date. I love those walking. Yeah, because now it's like, well, you know, he's not asking me to come back home. And then you can see how she reacts to other little things. You throw out little feelers. It's just like fishing. I'm going to throw my line out there a couple of times. I'm going to throw different lines out with different baits. And whatever, which one they take, then we'll see where that goes. But uh, I would say like a hibachi grill or a steakhouse. Like maybe even, you know, sometimes Texas Roadhouse is not a bad idea. Uh, it's a little... On the higher end, but it's not the highest of the highest. You know, what I mean, it's better than a Applebee's if you're looking at it like that, or you know, something like that. So, sure. but if I can get you to come back to my house, I'm already know what kind of mood this is about to be. You know, now I've been let down. They've all, they've, I've been stiff armed. You know, what I mean, a few <laughs> times. You know, what I mean, so because they had already knew what this was about. You know, what I mean, they've came back, but they'll warn you like nothing's happening, motherfucker. We're just gonna watch. Uh, Candyman 2 here, you know what I mean, or whatever it's going to be. <laughs> something that I've seen that I know I'm not going to sit through, you know, but I'll, or, you know, but uh, yeah, something like that. Like a hibachi grill or a steakhouse or something new, like Proximo downtown, something newer that people think that's, you know, that's up and coming or something they haven't had. They get them excited, you know, so, but uh, it just depends. This depends on what kind of vibe we're, we're, we're talking about beforehand, too. You sometimes you get a vibe like ah shit this sounds like you know this sounds like Applebee's kind of thing you know so but if I know I want to impress them I'm gonna go to a hibachi or a steakhouse something like that. So. All right, me I'm gonna say true to myself. We gonna get some wings. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> no, because I think the most important thing that what women would actually want. Is that you just be yourself. Exactly. But you have to be, you, I, have, I have to stay true to myself. Like, mm-hmm. yes, I want to impress you later on once I know that I'm actually investing, like in somebody that's actually worth investing mm-hmm. in. But at the very least, on the first date, I'm not going to give you my best representative. I'm just going to be me at all costs. Talk to him. I don't want to surprise you later on down the road to like yeah. warm you up to like who I really am. Like me on the first date, it's like, I'm going to go get some wings. We're going to go, we're going to go drinking, just me and you, or afterwards, we can go walk. Through the park, whatever, where we can get a little bit more intimate conversation, like get to learn about you, mm-hmm. whatever you get to learn about me. And possibly first date location for me, I might just take you to the drive-in. Drive-in is not like actual movie theater. You can actually get a little bit more intimacy because you're mm-hmm. sitting privately in a car or you sitting like a like a you know, like outside on the lawn or whatever, a chair or whatever. Like it could still be pretty intimate, especially even this summer. The weather's not too bad. You get to sit outside and get your arm around her, like Depending on how close you want to get, like there's still some kind of intimacy there that you can still hold true. But at the very least, I have to be true to myself. I love watching movies. I love eating like cheap, good food or whatever. 
And then sometimes every once in a while, I like to have a beard, like to get you, like get you a drink or something like that, get you loosened up or whatever, like to relax the the nerves or whatever. But yeah, like I told my wife, we went to B Dubs. I was I was myself the entire time, and you liked me for who I was. So therefore, yeah, I didn't I didn't con you on me being something that I wasn't. You know, you was being yourself. I loved it. So I was like, hey, let's keep it going. Let's keep it flowing. So yeah, I'm not gonna burn out two hundred dollars just to not get box. Like, come on. <laughs> like, what the hell kind of investment is that? Yeah. And you, you that, that's a, you made a great point, Tommy, because, yes, you, uh, you, if the relationship's going to work, you've got to have similar interest. If you, if it's going to be long-term, you both got to like going out to eat and eating wings. And if um, I love that and she doesn't like that, that's a red flag right off the gate. That's a red flag s- right from the start. Before I go, but, you know, wings and stuff, that's pretty cool because you're going to make her have to open up because that's messy. It's messy. And the girl not going to want to be too messy. So y'all go deep with it. I'm right. definitely not. Yeah, I know, yeah, you're, yeah, I know you're beautiful, but can you be beautiful right. when you're not when you're not trying so you, to be? Right. Man. So you have to see her. She owns boneless because she's not going to want to get messy in front of you because that opens up into her world. She could be having sauce all over her face. Man, Ooh. y'all, I didn't know you guys go deep with the dating <laughs> yeah. stuff. If I, I see a girl trying to eat pizza with like a, a fork or something like that, I'm like, all right, hold on, right. now, chill out. Oh, I'm right, dead serious. I'm, yeah, they don't want to eat barbecue ribs and shit sometimes because it's too messy because now you open it up. Some girls will say, fuck it, I'm just going to eat this shit and get this all over my face and hands. And That's what I'm talking Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but when you say you want somebody who's alike, uh, sometimes you, God plays a little funny trick and gives you somebody who you're not nothing alike. True. Because that way you have to find a happy medium with this person. True. And then you like them because they're not like you. You know what I mean? You don't really want somebody exactly like yourself because then you're gonna get Never. bored. You're gonna get bored with them. I like, hate myself. Yeah, no, I don't want no. Don't hate like. yourself, but you don't want exactly the same type of things. The things that make you different is gonna be attracting to me. If yeah. you like everything agreed, I like. Agreed. Yes, like, me and my but, wife are completely opposite yeah, on yeah, a lot yeah, of different yeah. things. Not, have, not just race. Like anything movie wise. I mean, like we totally different. But the things that make us opposite, we like about each other. If we were too much alike, we're going to butt heads all the time because we are alike. And we're, I'm going to be bored with that. You know? True. So. Yeah, most girls don't like the same movies I like. Yeah. But you have to like movies at least. Yeah. If you're somebody who doesn't like watching movies, that's a deal. That's a damn near deal breaker. It is. You, you, yeah. better, you better enjoy some shit. It could be the shittiest horror movie ever. Yeah, because I like movies and my wife likes camping. Guess what yeah. I do a lot? I go camping a lot. There's going to be some <laughs> compromise in the midst of all this this bullshit that we call a relationship because she's going to be doing some stuff that I want to do. I got to do some stuff that she wants to do. And I start, I just thought it would be a, the best idea that I show you my true self on the first date. I'm not going to lie to you and be something else because I hate what... Cause Women do that wear like makeup and like wigs and eyelash all that. Like you lying on your first date already. Like yeah. why are you trying to get me to be honest? You ain't even be honest with yourself with Good your freaking with point. your with your appearance right now. Like you you showing me like who you who you really are. Take all that shit mm. off. I want to see you in jeans, some nice comfortable flats so we can walk comfortably and fast. I want to see you in a nice comfortable shirt. Like don't get prissied up. Like we can do that later on. I already knew you were beautiful. That's why I'm dating you in the first place. If you were ugly, this would not happen right now. But since I sense that you could be something more than that, like mother of my children or something like that, I need you to sit back, relax, show me the real you. Yeah. Don't show me the best option of what could possibly be you. Just show me who you are right now, and then we'll build on that, baby. Like, just, mm-hmm. just move move on from that. So that's my final advice to all you young boys out there. Very good advice. Be yourself. Don't be something that you can't, like, sustain for a long period of time. <clears throat> because obviously she's going to be thinking, like, you got more money than you really got. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like just, just, just be yourself. 
and just let the chips fall where they may. A woman that makes up a list like that is probably not worth being with and at this you're, point. And when yourself, your true personality comes out, and if you're somebody who you want to be funny, not trying to try to be funny, just be yourself. And sometimes if you make them laugh, that's another thing, too. You can get them to laugh and open up. You, you, you're being golden, you know. So Big time. If you're being yourself and being true to yourself, you know, not trying to force it, and like Tommy says, so. Yeah, great, great advice. Good stuff. Great, good stuff. Great conversation, man. I like how fucking mature Very we good are combo. sometimes. All right. Now, who got the hit? Uh, you know, I'll go first. I'll All just right. lead off on my hit, Jim. Mm-hmm. One that I think is on uh, Hulu, I believe. So I'm going back to the horror film right here. But this one was like a, I guess you want to call it like a, a horror comedy, so to speak. Uh, I think it came out like, let me look this up because I want to make sure that I get the date of this one right because i thought this one was actually pretty fucking funny it came out 2015 and it's called freaks of nature it's actually like a horror comedy and the backdrop of this is there's like a <coughs> excuse me there's like a society that they're they were uh showing off in this movie that it's vampires humans and zombies and werewolves apparently all living in this like a society where you know the vampires are who they are everybody's being themselves and they actually live in like this society where it's kind of like a like blocked off kind of like a what's the one movie with uh jennifer lawrence uh hunger games like hunger games like they have like different areas or districts that they, everybody lives in like the vampires stay there like the world no, that's a pretty cool premise <laughs> it's a pretty cool premise but apparently like there was like some kind of alien invasion that goes on and apparently they all have to like group together to try to survive all this 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 nonsense, like the concept, the backdrop How did of this. I miss this movie. I I don't know. I think I found it by accident, but it has like a, a Mackenzie Davis. She was like the female uh, Terminator, and like a the last one, like a Dark Fate. She was like the one protector of the one girl. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. And, and uh, and I saw Vanessa Hutch, Hutchins was in there as well. I love her. Oh, we all I love her. We, we all do. Get in line right there, man. We all love her. So yeah, that'll be my hit, Jim. If you guys just go look that up, Freaks of Nature. I believe it's on a uh, Hulu right now. So a horror comedy, yeah, pretty decent watch for the family. You know, but mostly I think it's more aimed for the the adults, at the very least, the young adults. So yeah, that'll be my hit, Jim, for you guys this week as far as like watching a nice little horror film, whatever, to kind of get into the Halloween spirit. So what else y'all got for us? Pretty nice. The next one, Tom. Um. I think I, I've heard of Freaks of Nature. I'm not sure if I've seen this or not. I missed that one. Yeah, I probably have. It sounds that, that sounds very familiar. I have to look it up. I'm gonna go with It Follows. Um, that movie where um, it's like a STD that they get. <clears throat> it's actually a horror movie. Uh, after uh, a teenager uh, sleeps with her new boyfriend for the first time, she learns that she is the latest recipient of a fatal curse. So basically, in order to get this curse off of you, you have to sleep with somebody else. Then they have to go and try to sleep with somebody else. Now, I remember and that. You remember movie. this one? I mm-hmm. think it was a decent horror movie. Not great, but I think it was better than I thought it was going to be. So basically, if you you get this killer STD curse, and basically you have to get somebody to sleep with you, and then it just never stops. It just keeps coming for whoever the next person is. And then people realize, that, you know, hey, I'm not sleeping with this motherfucker. You're trying to get me to have this curse, you know. So uh, I think this movie came out in, I believe it was 2014. It's called It Follows. It's been that long? 2014, yeah. Yeah, so. I remember when that came out. I remember it had, like, pretty good reviews. Yeah, but the concept kind of lost me. So basically, was, it's a 
It's a curse that travels with whoever you have sex yeah, with. Yeah, it's if you have sex with a certain person who has this curse, uh, or you have this curse, you give this, you give the curse to them, and now they gotta go get rid of. It. Only way they can survive is if they if they give it to somebody else. And the girl from the ring starts following you around. Yeah, yep, yep. So, yep. So you have to get rid of that curse, or if you don't, by the time it gets, it kills you. So you have to try to get rid of it by sleeping with somebody else. So. That would be that's a terrible STD. You it's a good idea. Yeah, yeah that's a, that's yeah, a great idea for a movie. Very, very scary. Uh, this is actually still on Netflix if you want to watch that. I'm, we're still in horror for another week here. So uh, it's, it's a horror movie. It follows. It's on Netflix from 2014. Uh, definitely check it out if you can. So All right. Nice. That's a good one right there. But basically, like a, a scary-ass crap. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't take no penicillin for this. Yeah, that's yeah. more like herpes. There's no getting rid of that. Uh, yeah, the herpes that cuts your head off. It's serious. Yeah. <laughs> that um, is so weird. I'm I'm going to stick in the horror genre myself for my hidden gym. There's, there was... Actually, it's quite fitting. This is a horror story about the movie industry I want to mention real quickly. This was a headline that just popped up. Did you guys ever see the movie uh, Kick-Ass or um, X-Men First Class? Kick-Ass. Of course you guys have seen both those movies. Of course. I'm asking. The director of that was a director by the name of Matthew Vaughn. He also directed uh, both those Kingsman movies. Oh, yes. I love that. He's a a good filmmaker, real good filmmaker. Um, The first two X-Men movies were directed by Brian Singer the director of um, Usual Suspects and a very underrated Tom Cruise movie by the name of Valkyrie about a Nazi uh, dissenter. Watch Valkyrie, guys. First Class, I'm sorry, um, the first two X-Men movies, X-Men 1 and 2 were fantastic. I think X-Men 2 was is one of the best comic book movies ever made. That's been my top ten list. X-Men 3 was a big decline. X Men: The Last Stand, that terrible, was terrible. It, it was it was bad. It was very bad. That was directed by Brett Retner, who directed uh, Rush Hour trilogy. Average. He's he's a pretty good director, but Matthew Vaughn was offered X Men Three: The Last Stand first. He was signed on to direct that before they brought on Brett Retner. Executives brought him into a room to show him the initial script. And the first scene of that movie was revolving around Storm and her in Africa uh, making a flood to feed people who were um, dying of thirst in Africa. The executive said, this is not the real script. This is the script that we showed Halle Berry because she wanted a bigger role in it. This is the movie that Halle Berry thinks we're going to make, but we're actually not going to make it. But we had to show her this to get her to sign on. Matthew Vaughn told that executive, Halle Berry is one of the most famous people in the world and an Oscar winner. And you guys are about to low ball and screw her over. Imagine what you're going to do to me. And he turned down the job. That is one of the most disturbing stories I have ever heard in Hollywood history. I just wanted to mention that before I forget. Mm. And shout out to Matthew Vaughn for bringing that to light. He did go on to direct First Class, but he was offered X-Men 3 to last stand five years prior. And he turned it down because they saw how executives were trying to scam one of my one of my favorite actors, male or female, Halle Berry. 
and she's she's that's what's considered a list. So if they're going to do that to an A list actress, imagine what they're going to do to a, an up and coming director. So my hidden gem is a horror movie from the seventies that my parents let me watch way too young in life. And this is a movie called JD's revenge from 1976. I guess you could kind of put it in the black exploitation genre, but uh storyline is some guy gets killed in uh, new Orleans. He's pretty much a career criminal and his soul gets possessed and he, pretty much uh, takes over somebody else's body in the 70s, 30 years after he dies in the 40s. And it's a law law student, so he's kind of straight arrow, but some gangster takes over the the body of a college nerd and starts terrorizing the community. Uh, This is an underrated gym, and... My parents let me watch this way too young in life, so there is a lot of nudity and violence, but it's pretty damn creepy. Uh, it stars um actor by the name of Glenn Terman. For me, he's known as Mayor Royce from The Wire, but uh, you guys may, might recognize this guy from uh, being the first black person that died in Grim- the original Gremlins. Oh yeah, he gave him the Three Musketeers or the Baby Ruth. Hey, yep. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, he was also one of the main characters, uh, military father in a different world. If you guys remember that yeah, show, yeah, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah, I uh, one of those characters had a military dad. I, was it Jasmine Guy or I can't remember? It's been a while. The different world was Sinbad. Yes. Yeah. I yes, Jasmine Guy. Yep. Um, yeah, Lewis Gossett Jr. plays a detective in that movie. I'll definitely put this on your watch list. It's it's damn good and very disturbing. Uh, JD's Revenge from 1976 is hmm. something to put on your watch list and very underappreciated from the fantastic movie era of filmmaking, which is the 70s. JD's Revenge is one of the best. Never heard of this. Hidden Jim, yeah. Uh, go out and buy it on Blu-ray. Yeah, it's not going to be on streaming. They're not going to show that. They're not going to show that shit on Netflix. Believe that. <laughs> buy, buy the DVD. And uh, it's it's well worth a watch. JD's Revenge, nineteen seventy six. Good movie. Good movie. All right. Very good pick. Very good pick. All right, gentlemen. Hope you guys have a really good Halloween. Yeah. Ryan, hopefully you just don't be that angry black man. Just get off my lawn. Don't come over here for no damn candy. I ain't got time for y'all bullshit. Yeah. Oh no! If you see Halloween somebody walking around in pink, that's me. Halloween? Yeah, it's next Tuesday. Okay. Are well. y'all, y'all podcasting next Halloween? Are we showing up in costume? Yeah, my my, my my kids ain't trick or treating at yeah, damn place. No, no, Lacey ain't taking. I don't got any plans. I right think now. they have have it like Thursday. They yeah, because they have weird uh, trick or treat now yeah. anyway, and like yeah, trick or treating on certain days I or whatever. Where we stayed out to ten, eleven o'clock. Maybe I was just tripping. And it was I was young and I thought it was later, but they stay out to seven. That's it, five to seven. I think that's it's it. like the weirdest like trick or treating time. Yeah, that they I've don't heard and of. they don't trick or treat on Halloween. It's always some other day. Huh. You know, they got the trunk and treat and all this other stuff that we didn't have. They got a police yeah. escort yeah. down there Hell all through yeah. the city, yeah. like so. going through here like Michael Myers is loose. <laughs> <laughs> like, evil yeah. dies tonight. Like, get inside the house. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm trying to get a Snickers, bitch. <laughs> it, 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 is, right. it is so weird, best, man. Best candy. So, real quick. Reese's cup for me. Reese's for me, too. Really? Tricks. Good tricks. Yeah. Tricks, not, with Twix. Twix, uh, Twix, Twix. So we all like chocolate and peanut butter. So yeah, I like, like that's a, 
uh, yeah, it's really, uh, yeah, I'm okay with either give one, me, actually. Give me, give me Reese's and Skittles, if, if I can get either one out. You're talking about the Reese's Pieces or the Reese's Cups? Oh, I, um, Reese's Cups Reese's for me. Cups, the little small ones. You know the ones that come like the little gold wrapper? The little gold wrapper. Yeah, yeah, man, I could eat a million of those. And Skittles, just a little tiny bag of Skittles. And, and then my third one would be Butterfinger if I get a hold of one of them. Butterfinger is so good. I love Butterfinger. Just messy when you eat it, but I prefer the little... Milky Way next. I like Milky Way. Milky Way is good. Yeah. You guys payday fans? No. Payday? Not bad. My dad likes payday. Ever had chocolate payday? No. no it's not so, bad. No. Chocolate paydays are pretty good. We have them at work. I don't even know they had chocolate payday. Pretty good. good to me. Pretty good. Well, I, I told my kids, like I always tell them, like as soon as they got to that trick-or-treating age, I was like, you know what? You can go trick-or-treating tonight. And get like a nice, decent round amount of candy, or I can take you to the store the day after. <coughs> Wait till all that stuff goes on clearance. Uh-huh. We gonna buy a shitload of candy. Y'all can just stay home and just load up on all this candy. Like, would y'all want to go out uh, trick or treat? He's like, Yeah, we'll take the candy like the day after. <laughs> like, my kids are smart. They like, all right, right, man, we can both get a bag each. We can uh, walk the door to door. It's pretty much a roll of the dice. You don't know if somebody gonna get some. Sometimes, sometimes you go to neighborhoods where they give out money. Hell, I which is weird, but yeah. I was like, all right, you want to give out five dollars and shit Hell like that? Yeah. Go ahead, yeah. like that, yeah. Man, damn. Yeah, I'll I, trick or treat for that. My dad used to take all the good stuff. Like we used to get like candy apples and cookies, anything somebody made. He wouldn't, he wouldn't let me eat. So he would let me throw. I throw man. away everything that wasn't wrapped from the store or wasn't like somebody. If somebody made it, we weren't allowed to have it. I'm like, man, come on, this look great. Candy apples <laughs> got glitter and stuff. Uh, like, oh, like, come on, man. This yeah, I love candy apples. Cookies too. with skeletons on it. Like, no, 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 no. Don't eat that. Don't eat that. That and, was a big deal for yeah. us in the 90s. Oh, People for sure. Poisoning Put, Halloween. Putting razor candy. blades and shit in that, that was a big deal. Yeah. Well, thank God we ain't done those days no more, man. Thank God. So, yeah, man, hopefully you guys... Have a wonderful week. Likewise. Yeah, Likewise, yeah. fellas. Check out something on the weekend. We'll see something. Wait a minute. We got MJ for... Oh, we man. We bringing MJ on Cinemax? It's, it's the only time that this song is actually appropriate. Like, oh. you ever listen to Thriller outside of Halloween? Many, many nights. It's so weird. If I hear Thriller and I don't see no candy in sight, nobody in costume. It's like, what the hell is this? Like, why is Thriller playing in Forever 21? Right. Like, it's July. <laughs> like, what yeah. the hell are y'all doing around Thriller here? is really You will mm-hmm. find that playing in my house on a Thursday night in September. Really? <laughs> I, 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 me and Sean are MJ fanatics. Oh, so what What do you think is better? Thriller, the dance, or Thriller, the song? Like, what makes it better? Like, them, It's the dance for me. The dance? That dance, I yeah. see a lot of people doing that shit. It's, it's pretty or, fucking iconic. But the genius of it is that video is so damn good, yeah, the great. actual song goes underappreciated. I think so, too. Yeah. Absolutely, because, yeah... I, I listened to this song so many times on a cassette tape with headphones in the early 90s. It's not even funny. Uh, yeah, the, the video is so damn good. I think every, anytime you sit down and just listen to the song, you'll appreciate even more. Yeah. Because, yeah, now you don't have you have the video image in your mind, but just listen to it. Listen to these damn vocals. If anybody else sung this song, this song would be the cheesiest, corniest right. shit ever. But Michael Jackson you, makes it classic. You put yourself in that setting too. Is this creep? It's a creepy. It's about a Halloween. It's, it's, Absolutely. It's, it's definitely just as much Halloween as Michael Myers to me. You know, it, this song is Halloween. You know. So yeah, at the very least, he had an iconic jacket. Yeah, hell yeah. And him turning to the wolf, and then him watching himself on screen as the wolf. I like, this that's is great. Dope. Yeah, this is dope. Yeah, that's the best video of all time. Yeah, yeah. Not even. Nope. Nothing comes close. Not even gonna argue that. Not at all. All right, man. I want to thank y'all for tuning in to Cinemax Events. If you haven't already, look us up on Facebook, uh, Instagram. We're all over the place. Sean, Ryan, 
Hope you guys have a really good week. All right. Always you have a, a good pleasure, Halloween guys. next oh, week. Yeah. I'll see y'all next week with y'all candy. You can dress up if you want to, right? Yeah. I, I probably I am a grown ass man. I ain't dressed <laughs> up unless I'm gonna pull off get show enough. I gotta work out next year. Oh, so my stomach's gonna be a lot thinner. Shoulder pads are gonna be on. Oh, Air press back. Funny. That would be funny. I want to see that shit. I want to see that. <laughs> okay, that's a, that's a deal. That's a deal. Cool. All right, man. Y'all have a good weekend, man. Have a good time, man. We'll see y'all next week. Have a good night. All right, good night. Be safe. <laughs>